welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Collin, your host. Bob Collin, hi. Say it. What? Say it. Yo, 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 what up the show? Yes! Thank you. God, it's been so, a while. I've been so sick of not hearing it. How's she it. going, eh? <laughs> I like that better. That's that's taken. That's I, like stole that. I stole that. Yeah, that's, you got uh, Jimmy Dolmage. I'm excited for another episode, boys. Captain JG, ready to talk fishing. Fishing? It's October 5th-ish. There ain't no fish. But I like fish. I like fishing for bluegills. They're 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 just crushing the beds right now. Crushing the bullheads. <laughs> they're out there. Just really crushing them bullheads. Those dogfish have been crawlers. biting like crazy. The yeah. pumpies are feeding too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the welcome. carps. The carps. It's not me. Run the carps. Welcome back, boys. Episode thirty. Woo 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 woo. Um, so real quick before we get into a couple segments, um, I just want to thank all the listeners because we have had um, some of our our best uh, best numbers the last couple of weeks in our listens um, and, and just people following and liking episodes. So um, probably the best we've had um, of all of this entire run. So thank you, everybody, for doing over there. Thank you, everybody, for listening now that they've tuned out, um, listening and following us and sharing us, uh, you know, telling your friends about us. So I know we got some comments on the page. Last week of people who uh, who have been liking the podcast, uh, somebody reached out said that um, he started doing the snort now since he heard us. So yes, yeah, so that's that's cool that we. somebody that we have no idea who is you know they like the snort enough to where they're doing it themselves. So with that, put your do not disturb on man. Don't tell me what to do. Shut you your, ain't the boss of me. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Can I do it? Yeah. Snort. If I close my eyes, I can't tell who's doing it. We all they all sound so similar. Yeah, I can pick Jimmy's out of a crowd. Yeah. I miss it I miss your the, eardrums. I miss yeah. the snort. It's, but, you know, this is what it is. stings the nostrils. We didn't do one last week, so we're going to do two on this round. Actually, what I'm going to do is I bought I'm some just going to down it right here. I made sure I bought, I bought some stock in Pucker since we've been doing this. Yeah. Yeah. It's you, lost money. You, you've made the Kuiper. You've made 12 cents. <laughs> You're just killing it. You're ready to retire. Right. Bob, send this one. What? We're doing a second one because we didn't do one last week. No! Ooh, a little um, bit of hang time on that. <laughs> Ah, oh. we really should do this with whiskey one day. That'll make a good. I did time. with my buddy Dan when I did the podcast with him. All he had was like some crazy heaven or heaven heavy bourbon. Bro, Dan's been talking some shit. Why? Have you seen his? Do you see his twelve gauge comment? Oh yeah, yeah. Not, that guy. <laughs> we got a rivalry. That's what happens when you bring a baby gun to it. I will say, uh, Dan. Avid listener, and he's been on the podcast a few times. He has been crushing it with his tournaments. So yeah, it's pretty badass. I, I want to get him back on to talk about it. I know his season is going to be winding up pretty soon, um, so maybe we'll get him on afterwards. But he has been crushing it in his his tournaments, and I know that was his his big challenge for himself. So he was fun to have on here too. Yeah, he's uh, man, he he's a hell of a shot. We got to do that shooting again. I would love to. Yeah, I want to do the night shooting when they if they do it in the winter again. I did it last year with Brian. And, it was a good time. I want to use a gun that doesn't jam. I'm going to bring a 410 next time. Just, yeah. to, you know. just keep down. And, and Jimmy will have to have to <laughs> beg going. for ammo like he's uh, 
fucking Oliver Twist. <laughs> can I have a shotgun shell, sir? <laughs> sir, sir, can I play? Can I borrow you for a shotgun shell, sir? He's going to sit out front of Bald Mountain and play his guitar, and people are going to flip shells into his guitar case. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to throw shotgun shells into his guitar case. <laughs> he's going to need to go there with a bunch of different guns because he's not going to have enough shells for one. So he's going to have a few 410s, some 20s, some 12s. Some 16 gauge from back in the day. Yeah, that's 28 gauge. That's a great gun. 16 yeah. gauge. All right. So, Jason, let's go to you first. Um, you got your fishing report. Yeah. So, I believe we mentioned this when we were talking about some of our salmon stuff. And I said, you know, later in the year, things are going to start heating up on the uh, east side of the state between Lexington up to Harbor Beach, and it's on. Um, the water is cooling down. There's coho in and around the harbors right now. I would suggest folks go out there and give it a shot. You can catch them in the evening, in the morning, casting uh, glow-in-the-dark Cleos, which are a um, casting spoon. They've been doing well with those. Lexington, Port Sanilac, Harbor Beach, they're getting coho coming back. And then also small boat anglers. You know, you play the wind right. You can get, uh, get out in front of the harbors. You don't have to go very far. The fish are coming back to where they were um, originally stocked, and it can be a lot of fun. Um, there's also a few Atlantic salmon sh- uh, showing up at Lexington Harbor. Um, but the thing with Atlantics that I've found is uh, once they get into the harbor at Lexington, they mill around, you see them porpoising, but they get a real attitude and they just don't bite. So I would say focus more on you know getting outside of the harbor a bit if you can, small boat with walleye tackle, and you'll have a blast. So it's a unique experience. It's uh, just starting to gain some popularity, and, and folks are having success. The coal stocking strategy uh, has only been going on for a few years, but it seems to be producing fish, so up to five or six pounds even. So Nice. I watched that Michigan Out of Doors episode that you told me about where they were fishing the Pier Marquette and the Manistee River. It was super cool. I mean, they didn't catch many. Um, yeah. But they had that drone. How about that drone footage? Right? Oh, so where they had those, those cold water inlets like those creeks that were rolling in yeah and they were stacked up like like cordwood like there'd be i don't i don't even know like how to put a number on it maybe five hundred thousand salmon you can just see them there and they're casting like they probably could have just been ripping through the water and snagging them (laughs) that's where snagging came from right um but yeah they just you were watching them cast and they're just not even hooking anything so but super cool to see but good stuff all right so um while we're with you Let's talk about our deer harvest numbers. So opening day was last uh, last episode. It was we were cr- approaching opening day. So we are what October fifth here, five days into the season. October sixth. Is it? Fuck. It is. All day. Month is already gone. All day. Um. All right. So let's run down the numbers. So when we talked last episode, we were at nine thousand seven hundred thirty-four deer were harvested. So here here's the rundown for our our guesses. And. But, just real quick, can you remind me, was that 9,000 number that was leading into opening weekend? Is that correct? That was before yeah. opening weekend. That was okay. That's what I thought. like two yep. days before opening day when we did the last yep. podcast. Got it. All right. So here's our guesses for what the number was going to be. Bob was at 11,000. Um, Jason, you were at 12,345. Jimmy was at 14,000. And I had my bold prediction that he was going to jump up to 20,000. So where are we at, Jason? Five, six days into the season. Six days into the season, we are currently at, drum roll please, 23,679. 
They're killing the whole Boom, herd. Suck it. They're killing the whole herd. <laughs> so technically, all damn bitches they should, getting killed. They should do away with opening day of, of, of hide your kids, hide your deer. <laughs> they should do, they so, should do away with it so, because it's killing the whole herd. Right so now. technically, I was closest. If you think about it, no, you weren't. Yeah, because <laughs> you technically you weren't. Because no, the Price is Right rules. Fourteen thousand deer were taken during opening weekend. Total what? number. Total oh, okay. number, man. Total number. It wasn't uh, how many deer were harvested. So we're tied. Then. Oh man, you should. You no. should we're tied on a technical. You know what you should do? You no. should count votes. That would, yeah. That's what you should do. Yeah, I know. I know who this guy voted for. <laughs> oh man, no comment. All right, so I will take credit for being victorious in this week. They're killing the. Whole I knew herd. it was going to jump off higher. I just, I just knew it. The whole herd is dead now. <laughs> I love how you get so buttered out of that. Like, I, I, like as if that's what I meant. I like to poke it right. I felt like I get. shit driving to work. But that's so not like, even like what I meant when I was saying that. But I still like to poke it. It was so. It was such like a Debbie Downer vibe that I was getting off that. I'm, I just, I'm the big brother. That's what I'm supposed to do. Right? You do you. I was still right. I'm just a little <laughs> shit. All right. So 23,679 as of 7 o'clock this evening. So, the next podcast we're going to do next is going to be, we'll, we'll say, next week. So, let's throw some numbers out there. I will say... Are you gone next week, Ryan, or is it the following? So, I am. Um, we can get into that um, in a minute. But, um, yeah, I'm going to be gone all of next week. So, um, okay. we're going to put together an episode in a couple of days. Um. So, what do you think the next the next update is going to be? We'll say in four days. In four days, not much. It's going to be a probably. Saturday, so it's going to be. So let's just look at the. We'll look at the weather um, tomorrow, which would be Friday. Look at the jewelry. Let look at the let's look at the deer casket. It is dark green, great and great, which we will get into. Um, it's going to be a low of like 32 tonight and a high of like 48 tomorrow. Oh, deer cast says it's on. Those man. deer are going to be moving. I'm going 50,000. Um, probably 100. <laughs> I'm saying 106,000. <laughs> I'm going to go with 30,000 myself. Oh, shit. 7,000 deer. It's only it's only that four is, days. It feels like a couple of those days are during the week. So. so I feel that I feel like opening day is like a traditional thing, and a lot of people are going to be in the woods on that weekend. I think the second week, maybe not so much. Maybe a lot of people got uh, their ass eaten up by some mosquitoes that uh, last weekend, and they might not be out this weekend. So, uh, so we're at twenty three thousand right now. I, I don't know. I'll say twenty seven thousand. Damn it! That's wrong. He's going to Bob Barker me. Jason, twenty nine nine nine. You want to go one over? I'm gonna say twenty six thousand six hundred and sixty six. You guys suck, man. You guys are going right where the All number the I was thinking. The number was, of the beast. The sign of the beast. I was literally gonna say just add three thousand, but <clears throat> well, you could, and you'd be three under Jason. So let's let's. This is let's like the price that. is right if you go over. You bust. You know, let's. What are we at right now? Twenty three six seventy nine. All right, so let's just six ninety four six seventy six ninety four. Oh, it just updated. Six ninety four. It just updated. Yeah. Fifteen more people just just uh, shot deer. We got a. We salute you. There's got to be a algorithm here. 
You know, there's got to be some just, kind of mathematical just add, add calculation. Add three thousand for me here. You're Jason. literally at what Jason said. Oh, motherfucker, Jason. Uh, what we're at twenty. You can do whatever number you want. If you want to do that, that's fine. Just add one to where we're at then. One thousand. <laughs> one deer. Did you guys? One, see one deer. deer. <laughs> one deer. One deer. Okay, you got it. What was our number? We just went up to. Oh my god! What before he keeps climbing? Give me a number. That I would just add. It's got to be add, like as of the thousand? time that you say. Add two thousand. Okay, twenty-five, Okay, all right. So we got our numbers for next episode. We need to like do like some big prize at the end of this. Whoever had the most guesses right or some shit. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be me. Know, I don't even know why we're doing this. <laughs> I don't know. It just started. And... It's just. It, I guess it's interesting because as Michiganders, we know just, we don't. We've it, never had to do this. It before. gives us a reason to talk about the. I have no the idea. Mandatory deer like reporting to, because uh, because without the mandatory deer reporting, that number would be about four right now. I'm still right. laughing at fifty. You know, <laughs> like so, like <laughs> I, I usually. I, I would like I, to. Uh, I'd like to describe, I know we joke around about me having my fishing rule book and my fishing log and my fishing book from Howard Tanner. Um, and I think people are starting to realize that I'm a huge nerd. And so these guys know it, but I was watching the deer harvest report and I was like, I wonder if I can log into it as close as I can to the number I guessed. And I sent them a screenshot and I, my number, at, like you said, was the 12,000. 345 and i logged in and checked it and it was 12,492 and i patted myself on the back <laughs> nice and you're not a nerd you're you're our uh, the terrible outdoorsman sexiest bachelor just just posted <laughs> <laughs> what he's the only bachelor He's not really a bachelor, though. He's Until he's t- married, he's, he's a bachelor. He's, That's he's, why they call it the bachelor party. He just he's, took his, he's taken. He just took his pics, man. He's spoken for Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If you took pics, you're done. You're done. Pics what? Of the dick? No, no. He, he, took, he took engagement pictures this last weekend. Jason's selling dick pics. That's, that's how he got in this position. He took. He it's took supposed the, to be pictures of your feet, Jason. Not yeah, your dick. pictures of your feet, and then selling your underwear. I just said it was my little toe. <laughs> it's my little toe. Oh my god! Before we get derailed. All right, so Bob's got um, a couple segments, so he's got a veteran shout-out today. And then a new segment we're going to roll into, um, something we talked about doing, is this week in military history. So Can we make sure that we overcommit to saying we'll do it all the time and then doing it only a few times? <laughs> let's, let's well, that's what we do. We're going to do it every single episode 60% of the time. Yeah, sixty percent. So yeah, so he's just going to go over um, some important uh, history um, points in around this time frame. So, So, first thing I want to do is I want to give a shout out to our good buddy Mark, who is kind of laid up right now. He's in the hospital, um, had a little bit of a health scare over the weekend. Um, He's doing well and uh, in recovering and things like that. He's a he's a you know, hardcore fisherman, probably one of the hardest fishermen that I know. And uh, kind of like a mentor to me and Ryan as we were growing up. And uh, he's a little bit older than us, but uh, he, he's kind of laid up in the hospital right now. But So we want to wish him well and uh, get well soon type thing. Hopefully he's listening to this link up there at the hospital. And, so, uh, so Mark and I were supposed to go fishing today. 
we were planning on going musky fishing. We were going to go hit either St. Clair or Thornapple. That was the plan all along. We talked about it since last week. And then I got a text like Monday morning at like 2 in the morning that he was in the hospital. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, obviously that didn't happen. Um, more important shit came up and he's got to take care of himself. So, yeah. Right. Mark, hopefully uh, you're catching up on any episodes that you're behind on. And, yeah. So, if you haven't heard Mark, he's on a previous episode. Um, episode 6. Which I'm looking up. Is this yeah, it was like, I think it was Jimmy's first one, too. It was like yep. episode six. Okay, episode six, which is, it's titled Newcomers. I'm like the terrible outdoorsman scribe. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's your commitment to the podcast. So it's, it's like called... The, um, the Mesta. It's called Newcomers, episode six. Um, listen to that. And uh, Mark is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to fishing. And our plan was to actually have him on a podcast in the next week or so. Yeah. And probably not going to happen now. So we'll get him on as soon as he's back up and at him. And yeah. yeah. So uh, we wish you the best, man. Hopefully uh, recover soon. Lots of fishing to be done this uh, this fall. Yeah, yeah. All right. So on the uh, on the veteran side of it, on the veteran shout out. So this week I want to I want to give a shout out to a good buddy of mine named uh, Clint Gill, Sergeant Clint Gill. Uh, joined the army back in 1999, the same year I did. We kind of we were newcomers together at the uh, first cavalry division and uh, served as infantrymen together for a number of years. We wound up becoming roommates and getting an apartment off post and it had some shenanigans, lots of shenanigans along the way. I've so, heard the stories. Oh man. Did awesome. you have an OnlyFans? <laughs> no, no. If they, if there was OnlyFans back then, we would have been selling pictures. That dude would have, from the stories I've heard, he'd yeah, be the type of guy. <laughs> for real. He's, uh, <laughs> but probably one of the, uh, probably one of the better um, instrument I've ever served with uh, in my career, my 21 year career, uh, guy's super good. Um, super good shot. He was, uh, you know, trained as a sniper and did some different things and, um, eventually got into the, uh, the track side of it and became a Bradley gunner for a while, got out and then got recalled, uh, from the IRR, which is the individual ready reserve, which is kind of a pool of people. When you join the military, you join for eight years, no matter how many years you actually do. So if you do, Four years on active, you're going to do an additional four years in the IRR. So this was at the height of the Iraq and Afghanistan war. And he got called back into service uh, two years, about two years, when around 2006. Um, after he had been out for a couple of years, got called back in and deployed to Iraq and uh, formed up a unit uh, in the IRR and did combat operations for a year there. So I just want to give a shout out to Clint. He's an awesome dude, lives down he hails from, uh, I, th- I think it's somewhere around Cookville, Tennessee. So it's got to be somewhere in the south. It, it he's is. Got he got southern draw. He got that draw. But uh, awesome dude, um, and uh, one of my he was one of my best friends in the army for the longest time. So I just want to give him a shout out and just uh, thank him for his service. Thank you for your service. Yeah. So, so thank um, you, sir. So uh, while we're on that topic, so veteran shout out something that we want to try to do on a regular basis. We do have an episode coming up uh, closer to Veterans Day. If you haven't um, figured it out, we are very heavily into the military and supporting the military, and we want to do whatever we can to support them and talk about them because Lord knows uh, people don't talk about them enough. So we're going to do an episode upcoming uh, talking about veterans during Veterans Day. So if you have a veteran shout-out, whether it be past or present, um, Send it to us. Um, send us a little bit tidbit about them, maybe where they served, when they served, what they did. Um, 
send it to our email, theterribleoutdoorsman at gmail.com, and we'll kind of compile those and put them, probably put them into that episode that we do. Um, and then you can also listen back to our Memorial Day podcast where we go in heavily into um, supporting some, obviously, some veterans that uh, didn't make it back. And, yeah, so send it to, again, theterribleoutdoorsman at gmail.com, and we'll uh, – We'll get those on an upcoming episode. Yeah, Veterans Day is a is a day to re- is is to just you know kind of give back to the veterans. Um, Memorial Day is a little bit more towards uh, the fallen, uh, you know. So it, it could be anybody. If you knew somebody who had served in the Army for a couple of years, or the Marine Corps, the Navy, or the Air Force, uh, feel free to reach out to us and, and give us their name uh, and a little bit about their service so that we can shout them out and uh, give some background behind them. So. All right. What so, happened this week in military history? All right. So military history. So this is kind of a new thing. Brian kind of came up to me and said, uh, I'm a history major in college. So it's he was like, hey, uh, how about doing something about with military history? I love military history. That's not my major. My major is, is actually you know, history with a trying kind to of challenge a, this degree with a, with, to well, with, with a focus in European history. But it doesn't have a whole lot to do with American history. But either way um, – uh, so he, he kind of hit me up and said, Hey, what, what could we do something like this? And I was like, yeah, why not? So, um, I did a little bit of research and, uh, kind of a cool thing that happened this week in history was the, uh, the siege at Yorktown. So the siege at Yorktown during the American revolution was a, the, the final kind of the, uh, the final siege or, or battle that happened, uh, between the, uh, you know, the revolutionary forces of the American continental army and the, uh, British forces. Uh, at this point in the war, the um, the French had come into it kind of late into that summer and, and kind of bolstered the uh, the Continental Army. And coming into Yorktown, um, you know, there was a couple of interesting things that um, that I found that I thought were interesting about the, the siege at Yorktown. And um, so kind of on this day, which is October 6th, um, it actually started, they started occupying the area, started surrounding uh, Yorktown, and um, on this day they is when they actually started digging the, um, you know, the, the trenches basically to lay the guns in so that they could start laying the siege, or start laying the town to siege. And uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, Washington, General Washington, George Washington, our first president, who was, uh, he actually... You know, dug the, uh, you know, swung the first pickaxe uh, as a ceremonial type thing to start the trench. And the trench was about 2,000 meters long. It, it consisted of about half American, half French troops. And they brought in uh, a plethora of artillery to start weighing down the smack on, uh, on the British forces in the town. Um, so... It was um, a little bit later into around October 19th when the actual surrender happened. So they they pounded uh, the British and um, eventually the British surrendered. And one of the other things I found that was pretty interesting about this was that General Cornwallis, who was the he was the pretty much he was, he was the General Washington of the British Army in the American colonies at the time and kind of leading the British Army throughout that war. And uh, one of the things I found interesting is that he was a little, he was a little sick. His his tummy hurt that day that they surrendered their army. Like I don't give a damn if I am like dying on my deathbed. Wheel me out there, and I'll surrender my sword. If if, if I'm not going to let somebody else do this, but he let his deputy, um, so his second in command, actually 
turn over his sword to, and uh, he presented it to Washington. And Washington was like, no, you ain't going to present that to me. And he presented it to his second in command. And so his second in command surrendered to his second in command and um, effectively uh, ended the uh, American Revolution. So there was a lot of, well, uh, there was a few other things that happened beyond that point. But at the same time, uh, I just found it really interesting that that dude wasn't even man enough to go out there and hand his own sword. I don't care how he didn't die or anything like that. He was not on his deathbed. He was just a uh, yeah. He had a little cough. He, he, drank, he drank too much sour apple pucker the night before. <laughs> I had too many. Snorts. We've all been there. I, uh, I'm not going to go out there and hand my sword. So you're off. telling me they were doing snorts back in the Revolutionary War? So is well, uh, kind of another. I we started another another FF another fun fact about this uh this whole scenario was that um the british had requested that they were allowed to um you know unfurl their uh their colors their so their guy their their flag they were allowed to march out with their flag probably and things like that and washington denied them he denied him he said nope case your colors you're not going to do it and the reason he did that was because about a year prior to that the the um the British had laid siege to Charleston, South Carolina, and they didn't allow the Americans to do the same. The Americans wanted to surrender with their colors, and they said, nope, case that shit. You're not doing it. So I thought that was pretty interesting that Washington was like, yeah. nope, pack it up, boys, you're done. So I, I just thought it was cool. So that's uh, this week in history. There's a lot of other stuff that happened. Oh, we yeah. got the, the Yom Kippur War that happened between um, – that happened between Israel uh, and uh, Egypt and I think it was Syria and things like that. So there's a lot of other stuff that happened, but uh, I wanted to emphasize something, some American stuff there. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Very cool. Now you know something that now you didn't you know. know. Hey, now your brain's a little bigger. Just a, just a wee little bit bigger. Um, good stuff. That's um, That's one era of history that just fascinates me and I don't know enough about. Just thinking about the wars back then and what the country went through to get to where it is now, um, you know, pre-electricity and modernization, like, it's just fascinating, like, how military st- strategy and shit, like, that's just uh, really cool stuff. So, America's a cool place, man. Like I said, my uh, my most of my degree has been focused in European history and that place is a shit show. <laughs> Europe Europe is an absolute yeah. shit show, especially throughout like that same time period around the you know the 18th, 19th and 20th centuries. It was just a, obviously World War 1, World War 2 and then you got all the different revolutions that happened throughout the the 1800s yeah. in Europe like the French Revolution and so on and so forth. Yeah. Like there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world on that side of the world. America was kind of a cool place at the time. It was like, yeah, yeah we're going to like, you know, start some, we're going to like we're start, start this country. whole country yeah. thing, you know, and, and it was yeah. kind of a cool place. So, but obviously we had our own revolution because, yeah. you know, the colonialism and things like that, that happened during that time was, uh, you yeah. know, a bit more than the, the colonials wanted to deal with. So very cool. That's a thing. Cool. Cool. All right. So. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Meat and taters. Meat and taters. So. My two, fav- my two basic food groups. Is there anything else to eat? 
All right, so Jimmy, we'll get to you. I know you're. He's on the edge of his seat. He's got a story to tell. He's chomping at the bit. But I want to get into this because I've been I've been chomping at the bit to get to it. So uh, last week, it was a couple guys were fishing. There was a, I knew there was, it. There was a tournament. <laughs> what? Yes, this trumps you. No, I'm kidding. I, I, I just want to get this. Isn't going to be as long. I know your story is going to take a while. So let's get it, let's get this out of the way first. So um, there's a tournament on Lake Erie out of Ohio. Jason, do you know exactly where it was out of Ohio? Was it Cleveland? I feel like it was Cleveland, but yeah, somewhere in Ohio. But it was on Lake Erie. It was a walleye tournament. It was the last leg of the National Walleye Tour, I believe. Right? Yes, it was. So um, Lake Erie Walleye Trail Trail Lake Erie Walleye Trail yeah. tournament is yeah. what this was, and it was out of Cleveland. Yes. So. Um, the, these couple of guys um, were basically uh, to, to quickly go over it. They were caught cheating. Um, we got wins and fish. <laughs> so what they were found, what they were ultimately found doing, is they were stuffing these twelve ounce weights, which are um, duck blind weights. They use them to like duck decoy or duck, duck decoy. Yeah, duck decoy weights to hold your decoy vertical. They were they stuffed eight pounds worth of weight, and then and then <laughs> and the best part is they stuffed walleye fillets down these walleyes' mouth into their stomach. So they they found weights, lead weight, twelve ounce lead weights, and other fish, walleye fillets, and no no one, one ounce no, of there's, a, of there's a walleye more. fillet. They found you know, a set of players stuffed down. This walleye's mouth. And it all equated to it all equated to over eight pounds. They added to their their five fish limit. Bastards. So, Jason, I know you've been looking into this, trying to get some more details on it. So, it, it just it, it's mind boggling to think of. They've been accused of doing this the entire summer, apparently, um, because they've been running the train on this this tournament trail, uh, winning where they didn't normally win. They were not normally very good. From what I read, um, and they've won the like six or seven tournaments by just these astronomical numbers. And this particular turn, well, I'm not going to go into. It. Jason, go ahead. I, I've got some facts, and I'll add them in where I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like you said, they had been participating for several years, right? And then all of a sudden, they hit this hot streak that I heard, or I read one article compared it to like the Tiger Woods run of winning tournaments. Right. It was just like one after another. There's just smoking everyone. Yep. And and then at that time, it was like it wasn't winning. It sounds like it wasn't winning by a little bit. It was just blowing it out of the water. And it yep. it draws some criticism. Right. It draws yep. some skepticism. And then the problem is, um, you know, it takes a tournament director is not just going to investigate someone because another guy says, oh, they cheated. Right. Yep. Like if right. you're going to call someone out, like if you're a tournament director, you're going to yep. call someone out on that. You better be pretty confident that you're not just falsely accusing someone, right? So these guys have this hot streak, get some criticism. Well, last year, not to always be like going on tangents, but to add to the story. So for so for many, many years, there's been this tournament uh, called the Fall Brawl on Lake Erie that is like 20 bucks to sign up, and it's exploded in popularity Thousands of people sign up for this, 20 bucks, because the top prizes are like boats and trucks and money. And it's uh, you, weigh in, you weigh in one fish, biggest fish wins. They have weekly winners, different subcategories and things. But anyway, it goes on. I think it started 
the beginning of October and it runs uh, through November. And these guys were in that tournament and they were also in a tournament last year called the Walleye Slam. And they weigh in one fish. So typically it's like 11, 12, even 13 pounders. Like those are the top weights for the top one fish to win these, to win these tournaments. Well, these guys weigh in a fish and the fish is in first place for the fall brawl and the walleye slam. And in both instances, you have to pass a polygraph test mm-hmm. um, because there's certain rules like to be in the fall brawl. I don't know as much about the rules for the walleye slam, but the, for the fall brawl, in order to submit a fish, not only the person that caught that fish, but everybody on the boat has to be registered for the tournament. Um, that's just one of the criteria that I know about. And then it's only in U.S. waters and things like that. So anyway, these guys weigh in one fish. It's in the lead for both tournaments. But for one tournament, they fail the po- or the angler fails the polygraph test. But for the other one, it doesn't fail. So they won a boat. They sold it. They split the money. The other one, they didn't win because they didn't pass a polygraph test, right? So, And it sounds like that people have been skeptical of their success for a little while now. And, uh, and so the tournament director, they weigh these fish in. And the tournament director, I mean, a person like that that handles walleye all year for several years yep. has an understanding about what a fish should weigh based on its size within, right. you know, within some within some range right so they weigh these fish and some of his comments were like the fish is like they shouldn't have weighed that much i mean that's what it comes down to they should not have weighed that much Mm -hmm. and then he also said that uh he felt the fish and they felt kind of soft and he's like fish that were in it that were just caught today that were in your live well and now this tournament in particular was the fish are weighed, and then the uh, fillets and stuff are donated to a food pantry. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you know what like a fresh dead walleye feels like, right? Like still firm muscular structure mm-hmm. and stuff. If you go jig on the Detroit River and you go home to fillet them, you know that they weren't dead for a week. Well, he you know he felt these fish and they were like real limp and floppy. And then he you know had up some of his own skepticism. He knows that there's been criticism of these guys for a while, and he busts out the old pocket knife. And slices one open and says, Bob, we got weights and fish. (laughs) And the place loses their mind because it's like, finally, right? Finally, these guys that they, and, and now the problem is, well, I guess I shouldn't say problem. The next thing is every single tournament they've ever won now is tainted right Right. and and there's no way to go back in time and prove whether they cheated on all of those tournaments unless they confess to it i guess right yeah yeah exactly so i don't know what i don't know what will happen next i mean i think it's you know i think it's like civil in to to win things like that and cheat doing it like it's against the law yeah they i saw pictures of them like sitting with police that day yeah. so i don't know like what the outcome is i imagine this was all over cnn msnbc oh, yeah. it was all over the national oh, yeah. this national, was national news. news this was huge yeah. um, this is like yeah. a headline on cnn right i, I hate cnn the, the <laughs> only time you'll ever see fishing as the headline walleye yeah, fishing on the headline of fuck? cnn well these guys yeah the only like time hundreds... you'll see somebody reporting things the same on fox and cnn was this cheating scandal yeah. of lake erie yeah so a couple different schools of thought here, right? 
first first school of thought is I hope they fry these motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I, I, I honestly do. I, I like. I hope. I hope they 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 find them liable civilly and criminally. Like well, they. I hope that they. I hope that you like. They lose their fishing rights for think think of how many lawsuits are going to come out of this. It, of well, all those it, other it, people in every single tournament angler in there could has grounds to file a civil lawsuit against yeah. them, and they should. And these guys will be yeah. bankrupt before like before oh, yeah. you know it. They they guarantee they lost every sponsor they had because on the dude shirt he's got Ranger, he's got uh, I think it was Lindy was on there. He's got like every sponsor on his yeah. shirt and on his boat. Like so, those are second, gone. Second school of thought. I've never thought about stuffing a fucking weight in a fish. Like, well, that's kind of. I mean, the weight I, is I, one. You, thing. you probably shouldn't have went twelve ounces, bro. You probably could have got away with like maybe a three or four so, ounce. Um, like, a couple of things. We could have cheated the, better. The one thing <laughs> like, this particular God. tournament, what a dumb this dumb. particular tournament, the the winning money that is paid back is from the angler's registration money. So that's, I mean, that's going to make right. you mad, right? It was $26,000 right. or something like that. Yeah. And then the other thing is, um, you know, because it was, so right here it talks about how it looks like those fish based on their size should be about four pounds each. Right. But based on their weight of being five fish at 35 pounds, they was, made them seem like they were seven pounds each. Wasn't and it like thirty-eight pounds? What was the? Uh, I think it was. I think five. Right here it says, based on the total weight, it would have been at least seven pounds each. So it was yeah. at least thirty-five okay. pounds total. But then the other thing I yeah, read, those were not seven-pound walleye. I can tell no, that. No, look I, at them. Yeah, I don't fish for walleye that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I had heard. I didn't see it in this particular article that I have pulled up right now, but I had heard that. Even if they had just weighed the fish in just with a normal weight for that size fish, they probably would have won it anyway. And right. then I heard on this radio show that I listened to that reminds me of uh, 101.1, like the morning talk show with Dave and Chuck the Freak. There's some guys up here, Matt and Adam. They were talking about it. And it's like, wh- why are these two guys talking right. about it? But what was funny is they were they were making up fictitious uh, scenarios and it was hilarious and they were like playing back and forth like they were the anglers and saying how one guy put weight in and then the other guy didn't know it so he put weights in too and then they're both looking at each other like wait did you put the weight in i yeah. thought you put the weight in. Yeah. you know it was funny to hear those guys going back and yeah. forth but that's um, yeah it was just like if you're gonna like you said bob you haven't thought about putting 12 ounce weight sinkers down a fish's throat probably because you weren't fishing for twenty eight thousand dollars <laughs> right <laughs> Right. Um, oh man, I, I've got so many thoughts on this. The problem is, the problem is in these tournaments, right? Big money, and yeah. and you talk about a boat, you talk about twenty eight grand. Mm-hmm. You talk. I mean, look at the big bass tournaments and stuff. Well, they had won this, hundreds of thousands. What you were just yeah. saying, Jimmy, wasn't it like hundreds of they, thousands of dollars? Yeah, over the they years. Won yeah, over the look, years. If you look back through all their tournaments that they've won, they, they, we're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars. You can kind of hear it in the video too. They're like. You know, you guys just got a boat, like you know, yeah. from their sponsors yeah. and stuff. Yeah. We're talking like an insane amount of money mm-hmm. that these guys have robbed from other people. That's that's what I'm saying, man. The civil lawsuits that could come out of this are going to be huge. This is story is not going to go away, and like yeah. we're we're going to stay on top of it. Like it's going to be a topic for future podcasts as more comes out yeah. of this because I'm super intrigued about it because it's those it guys are funny. lucky to be alive. Oh yeah, like so I watched an interview with the guy who was the director. And he knew as soon as, like, the crowd reacted, he had to get, 
like the security guy involved for like those guys safety as much as like he was pissed off at them he knew that like it was going to be like a lynching like it was going to be bad like they were going to they were going to go crazy over this you know it's um so the other thing too like like you said jason like they probably didn't need to do all that to win this tournament because that particular day because of I believe it was weather conditions. It was normally a two-day tournament, and they had to cut it down to one day. And they made it like a uh, just like a, a shotgun, like winner-take-all, one-day tournament. And the and even then, that day, the conditions, most boats did not even bring in a five-fish limit. Yeah. So these guys could have probably won it without adding eight pounds of weight to their total or how about and and then also what happens in a lot of these instances right a lot of these situations what what finally causes the person to get caught is they get they blow it out of proportion yeah like cheat a little bit and you would have been fine (laughs) right that's what i was saying so throw a a four ounce weight in third third school a couple of leg sinkers third school of thought here he's got schools I, i had to i had to take a break I've got schools. I've got, I've got schools of thoughts. So my the, the last school of thought here is that there's no fucking way you're going to beat Facebook ever, right? I see people post caught this five pound smallmouth on on Lake Saint Clair, and they're like, no, that's four point two six pounds. <laughs> you, there's no way, dude. There's no way yeah. that you're going to be able to pass off. A four-pound yeah. walleye is a seven-pound walleye. No way on, in hell. There are so many people out there. People, like you said, Jason, like people are handling these fish every single day, especially these tournament anglers. They are out there handling fish every single day. They know what a four-pound, five, six, seven-pound walleye looks like. Mm-hmm. And when yeah. you've got when you've got a twenty-one inch, twenty-five-inch walleye that's weighing, I don't know. I'm not a huge walleye fisherman, but like, if you got a 25 inch walleye that's weighing seven pounds, you're like, "Fuck no, man! That right. guy, there's no way, dude." All right, so, so that, like, so, that's, so that gets that that breaks down the weights, right? Like, that's dumb to do that. Okay, so let's they put fucking walleye fillets in there. So who does that? So are, what did they do? Did they, did they in there? did they catch like an extra walleye <laughs> out on the boat? Fillet that fucker up on the boat. Throw the fillet in the, in the fucking stuff it down the fish's mouth and just throw the carcass out in the water. You, so they had a cameraman in their boat that day. Not that day. And there's a. Oh, I thought there was a no, clip of them saying like, "Oh, we're really. I don't want to be cocky, but we're pretty confident." No. So I, I well, I, from what I read, they did not have a. They did not have a cameraman in their boat that day, but because of this had been going on for so long that people have been complaining about there. Are about the, um, you know, suspecting them to be cheating. The director, he said that they were at, he, he said in this, this is in the interview I, I saw of the guy, the main guy who like runs the whole thing. He decided to put camera, cameramen into boats at random for just observation purposes and um, things of that nature. But in reality, the only reason he did it was to watch them. But for this particular day, he did not, uh, from my understanding, he did not put any a cameraman in the boat that day. So how the hell did they get fish fillets? 
It, did they bring them on the boat from previous fish they've caught? Did they catch one and fillet it on the boat? Such a dumb thing to stuff in a fish. But, like think, I, but okay, so think about that though. They so if they catch a walleye, they fillet it up, throw the carcass in the water. That's got to be some DNR violations, right? That's got to be yeah, against like the law, unless yeah. it unless it was like some some fillets that they had from that, prior. That, that's what I'm. That's what I'm some, saying. Some though. frozen shit they had on their. That's boat what it was. An actual walleye fillet. So where the fuck did it come from? Kroger Who had knows? a deal. Yeah, yeah. So, got, so that's know. that's the other part of it. Now they they stuffed a pair of pliers down its mouth. It, like I said, right? probably, you, you can literally, probably it, it just gets dumber ones. as you go down the rabbit hole. It gets it gets but more what, and more. I mean, dumb. how morbid do you have to be to stuff a pair of fucking pliers down a walleye's mouth? Twenty six thousand dollars worth of. Morbid. I ain't that morbid. <laughs> Were you these, gotta be like Jeffrey well, Dahmer, I mean, motherfucker, to just start stuffing players. It had, Not for yeah, long. I would assume that they were, but like, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know. Either way, I, I, a couple interesting takeaways from this. I didn't know that they polygraphed these dudes. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I, th- I thought um, not know. not on this particular one, but there are other tournaments where yeah, yeah there's a polygraph. That's test. that's crazy that there's a polygraph because the polygraph's not even admissible in court. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like that's it's, some it's criticism not a, by people. It's yeah. not a full fledged yeah. thing. So it's like Yeah. Well that's, people that's still it's not admissible in court, but they still do it. Like 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 yeah. they're still given for just investigative to, reasons you yeah, can do it. Just yeah. to see if you're like in the right ballpark, like of your theory, but yeah, they're not admissible yeah. in court. I'm super interested in the story. I've been waiting all week talking about this it's, shit. It, yeah, I, I didn't really get into it when I first heard about it. I was like, oh god, as a director, dumb dumbs, you know. And then I'm, like, and then I started seeing more and more social media shit, and it's like all over like the news. And I'm like, it was, it all was right, all I want I want to look into yeah. this a little bit because this is kind of insane and stupid. Well, I don't hey, people- look at this good looking gal. Hey, so um. I know people have been bashing the director for not like catching these guys sooner, but like you said, Jason, like what, what's this guy supposed to do when you got people like just saying like, Oh, they're cheating without any evidence, you know? Yeah. yeah you got to present. You, if you're going to go in, but think of the go all in. On a, well, think, think case. of the guts this guy had to have to be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to cut these things open right then. And there he grabs those and give like, us a shout out, Bob. Yep. Wait, 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 what was wait, it? Wait, wait, wait. I think they did a really good job. We got weights and fish! <laughs> I, think the, I think the director did a really good job setting the mood with that because, like, Dude. he did not. Yeah, he started the riot yeah. off. Perfect. <laughs> he started that that's riot. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, wait, wait, bro. Aren't oh you, like, supposed to keep the crowd calm and collected and, and then not be the first person with a pitchfork in your hand? Oh, yeah, he was the first one. Dude, he, he lit that he, thing on fire. Yeah, he poking he, at him. He lit the, the torch on sure there. Oh, Everybody God. knew that we had weights and fish. Yeah. Bob, you <laughs> sound exactly like him. Dude, I like all the I people. I watched that video a couple times. Dude, the amount of people you're in the background going, weights and fish, motherfucker. Like, it's just yeah. so, so funny. So they were losing their shit, man. I, and I, I was like, oh, man, they're going to burn these people. This is going to be awesome. I and definitely wanted to play them. the audio during this point, and I went back and forth. It's just too vulgar to it's air. Long, so I dude. guarantee it's really bad. if you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you've probably seen it. If you haven't, go on any social media or YouTube and just Google Lake Erie Cheaters. You're going to find the video. Um, the, that video you sent me, the full video, like – Man, it's intense. Like it's it's like t- it's like ten minutes of like kind of boredom, and then it, well, maybe not ten minutes, maybe like five minutes, and then at the very end of it, like when the guy announces that there's weights and fish, oh, like yeah. everybody loses their shit. But you can hear some mumbling 
in between yeah. that. Like you yeah. can hear some stuff in the background, like you know, just some yeah. vulgar no shit kind of in the background, and you're like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and like I don't know, man. Like just the just the the swagger of these dudes, like the like yeah. the whole like their mentality of like, oh, you know, we just well, killed it. You well, know, we just <laughs> like they literally that all they had to do was get sixteen pounds. I think it was sixteen pounds total, and they came they in 35. at thirty five pounds or something like that. So they surpassed it by like, yeah, I, I don't know, math is hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like, but, but like, it, more than double. Yeah, it. more than double, like what they needed to, well, like what at, they needed to get, and it was like, as at, they're at doing this point, video, I, I think though, that was like, when people started calling bullshit. Well, as they're doing this video and like they're pulling the weights out of the fish, the dude's just standing there, like, yeah. I mean, the I other guy's I, gone. I, yeah, the other guy's well, back that, in the yeah. Car. So I, I don't know where <laughs> the other guy went. Running. Yeah, he's like, the, oh fuck this, I'm out of here. But but that guy's just standing there, like with his arms crossed, like yeah, not making any emotion. Like I don't. I mean, not that I would never ever do that, but like I don't know how I would react if I did get caught like that. <laughs> if I was, and I've that got dude. like a, a lynch mob surrounding me. Like, yeah, those fish ate those. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I gotta be like, yeah, I I, I got I got a phone call. I gotta I gotta go real quick. <laughs> just oh, start running the, as um, fast as I can because those people wanted to set him on fire. They wanted to the, literally uh, murder him. The memes now insane. and stuff are probably going to oh, yeah. last forever. Oh, yeah. But some of that stuff, oh, my gosh. Like, everyone all of a sudden, when that happened, all of the Lake Erie pages I'm on started selling weights. <laughs> and they oh, started saying, like, they said, like, five pounds of sinkers, $1,000, no low ball offers. I know what I got. Yeah, yeah. I know what I got. Yeah. I've, I've seen, yeah, I've seen a bunch of them. So I just messaged, uh, the group message with Garrett. Because we have to reschedule a Garrett one, and Dan was like, "Hey Garrett, let me know if you need any lead yeah. weights. I've got them." I'm like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> oh, Garrett's a go. professional bass fisherman." Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh man, that's so bad." Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna stay on top of this story as details come out. We're gonna talk about it. I hope they put I'm, these motherfuckers in. Jail, I'm super dude. interested to see what they get. Honestly, because I mean, this is really gonna set the bar for future cheaters because. Let's be real. Like this isn't the first time this has happened. This is they're the first ones to really get caught. Like in of, like of this, yeah, national. I'm, I'm sure people have been caught before, right? Guarantee but this has happened. Before. Guarantee people have been stuffing shit down people's or, or fish's throat and trying to add a little bit of weight. And so I watched a video right after this came out, and it was in China for like a bass tournament in China, and they actually use a metal detector. This on not, all it, their fish. It's not a bad idea. Like, then, not a bad idea at all. Like, like do we really got to get to that? How, like, how, how fucking hard how is that? How crazy is I've that? Heard of, how hard is I've that? I've heard of like, people, um, so now to get around the metal detector and not use walleye fillets, people will stuff ice down the throat of fish, so that adds weight. And then, you know, there can be catch and release tournaments, but I wonder if it's not a bad idea to be like, the top fish are going to be dissected essentially because yeah. i think it's important well yeah. it, it makes me wonder some well maybe not so much with the musky tournaments because the musky tournaments are really based on length not well, so and, much on weight yeah and they're throwing them back anyways they they're them. always putting them back yeah. so like and it is really up to each crew to be able to measure that fish and to prove the length of that fish but it, there's got to be a way there's got to be a, you know, somebody has deciphered a way of yeah. like how can this I, is gonna how can how can i make this fish seem longer than it this, is this is gonna change the tournament game though yeah, i mean be really honest is. like this is gonna change how they how they do this because you the more money is involved the, people cheat the more i think about it like you look at the you look at the bass tournaments i've watched them since i was a little kid 
the the BASS tournaments where they bring yep. in that big bag of bass and they're flopping all over like crazy. And these guys, those five fish, weren't fucking moving. They were yeah. not even flopping at all. <laughs> they dead. were white, they were like dead as fuck. Those they they're dead as out. dead as fuck. You know they got a live well on their seventy thousand dollar ranger boat, like. Oh man! Hey, when a they ranger, when a ranger boat is involved, like I'll stuff some weights down some shit. <laughs> All right, you're talking right. about a ranger boat here. I'll edit that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, we'll see what happens with them. Um, no, I, 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 I like Bob said though. Like I don't want them to get the the chair, but <laughs> I do. I, I, I do I'm, want I'm the the close. full force of the law laid down on. I want the bar set with these guys, like. So yeah, that, make so an example it, of yeah, make things. an example of these guys so it prevents people from even thinking about doing it. In the yeah, future. man, this like is, this is going to change don't even, the game. They, I, their their lives are ruined. Like Bob said, they're going to be bankrupt from the civil suits, losing their sponsors. This is what they do for a job. They it, they fish these over, tournaments. It, it's over. They'll never be allowed in another fishing tournament. As long Guaranteed. As they live. So like, and this is their livelihood. This is what they do. Right. This yep. is what they love to do. Like, well, they're going to be flipping I, I burgers at the Wendy's. Yeah, I, I don't tournament fish. I don't tournament fish at all. And but I could imagine like the level of commitment that you have as a tournament fisherman, like like you have to really love it in order to pay money to do this and then go out and spend all this money to do it and go out there and actually execute. Like it's an exciting and fun thing. Our dad used to be a walleye tournament fisherman and you know, he loved that kind of shit. And there's a lot of it that goes into it. And so I, I, I can I can see from that point of view like how that would be that would be it. Like, all you need to do, you don't even need to put them in prison. Like, I would love to see them in prison. I don't, yeah, I don't think you need to. I, you know, just ban them from ever, ever yeah. catching a walleye and, and trying to weigh it in for money again. Ever. Yeah. Ever. I really yeah, like I, I when think Bob I, yells the punchline. One more, one more time. We got weights and fish. <laughs> that is the title of this podcast. We got weights and fish. Oh man, I'm gonna write that down. Like I could just. I don't, have I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I said seconds. it right each time, but I, I, no, I you was, got it. You it was, got it. it, it, it the yeah. quote is, "We got weights and fish," and I love hearing oh, you yell it. I'm so excited that we I, need I don't a have shirt. to think about we need a, a, we about need a, a title T-shirt for the podcast. that says "We got weights and fish." Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make my. I'm gonna have my wife. I need put, a sticker for my camper. I'm gonna have her put "We got weights and fish." Like maybe on the back of the shirt and then a terrible outdoors with logo on the front. I don't you got weights and fish. I don't think that should be affiliated with the podcast. You guys, we should copyright bad. the phrase. It should be the title of the podcast. I, I bet you so. somebody's already got it in the works, man. Oh yeah. There's t-shirts being made. There's, yeah. you know, there's a movie right now, right? Oh yeah. And, and, and somebody's yeah. got a got yeah. book rights to this. Brad, Brad Pitt's already started. Brad, Brad, Brad Pitt is <laughs> <laughs> <has> already cast. <laughs> the, Bob, as, how about as you start a little song? Start a little song with your guitar. <laughs> yeah. If Brad, he he Brad, can work on our intro song with yeah, that. Right. Brad Pitt is, is the guy crossing his arms, not saying a fucking word. About to be polygraphed. Oh. <laughs> All uh, right. Someday so, I'll pick up those guitars again. Someday. It's been a hot minute. In, instead, I got to use like little little Wayne as our intro or some shit. Apparently. Oh, I know the song. No, we no. got you. No, no. You, me and Jason I'm, got you. You know, go. You need to go. A little I already job. got one. I got okay. one. Pop music. Pop music by Will, Two Chains. Go look it up. No, yeah. Will John. Yeah. What? 
over my cold, over my cold dead corpse will will that music ever be played on this podcast? What do you mean uh, by that music? That music. What? That that trash. (laughs) How? Who? Or what? He's uh, what? Charles Charlton Heston say? From my cold dead hands. Oh my god, man! What? Remember, you don't know that what? from Char- Charlton Heston. <laughs> I know Charlton Heston. Yeah, like yeah, I'm, when he I'm talks, that old, he's, but... he's he's doing like an NRA. Anybody know what the fuck I'm talking about? No. He's doing like an NRA speech. Nobody he's talking about like talking the about. government taking their guns, and he's like, "From my cold dead oh, hands, you want my rifle? You're gonna <laughs> he's have to dead take now, it from my cold yeah. dead oh, hands." Shit. Oh man, oh that's, shit! There's that's a great. Rights. That's a how do you? How does nobody know this line? How the hell did we go from uh, you're, you're little all de- John to this? <laughs> you're little John to Charlton Heston. Because that's what I'm saying. Over my cold dead hands, yeah. Over my cold dead body, will that shit be played on this podcast? So, anyways. All right, so Jimmy's got a good story, but before you get to that, I'm just yeah, gonna let's, keep. Let's I'm keep gonna keep waiting. fucking delaying his story. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's. Uh, <sighs> no, we're gonna do it today. No, yeah, well, I want to hear it. I'm. I'm kind of. Excited. Before you get into that, I want to go over my terrible week I've had so far. All right, real quick. So opening day was Saturday, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I hunted Saturday night. Pass on a doe. Nice. Just because uh, I had that mentality, I was like, eh, it's too warm. Uh, don't want to shoot a doe. I did this shit last year. I said I wasn't going to do it, and then I get in the stand, and I'm like, it's too fucking hot to, to fuck with the deer right now. And I don't want to f- deal with the butcher, and I had to work the next morning at 5 o'clock, and I'm like, whatever. I'm going to pass on the doe. And I'm sure I'm going to eat crow from doing it. Um, then I went out on well, yesterday morning, hunted a – well, no, let's go back. So Sunday, Bob's when fucking game will make up on. <laughs> is that what that is? So Sunday, um, Bob and I have had the, uh, we got the okay to hunt this new property. We've been talking about putting a tree stand on one section of the woods, and we talked about it for the last two months. So why not be a terrible outdoorsman on October 2nd, go put a fucking tree stand up in the woods? Hey, fuck it. So we put a tree stand up Sunday afternoon. I decided not to hunt because I was so adamant that I want to get a tree stand up. He had the day available. I had the day available. And I said, okay, I'm not going to hunt. I'm going to put this tree stand up just so we can get it up in the woods. So I didn't hunt. I had yesterday off. I go out, um, get in the stand a little bit later than I wanted to, but it was just breaking daylight. Jimmy, I checked Jimmy and he's like, did you just get in the stand? It's like 745. It was not 745, but it was like 730. I got up. Um, I wasn't, God. it was a new stand. I didn't even know how to get there, to be honest with you. Like, I didn't want to be like it's, wandering the that, woods. I mean, in the dark. It's, in the, it's in the shit. That, like, it is like, there's not an easy path to get there. So I'm yeah, like, I don't want to be wandering the woods in and, the deep dark with a headlamp. So I'm like, all right, scary I'm going to wait till it starts to get a little bit light and then I'll be good. I was planning on sitting pretty late. Um, so I, I get up there and I, on the way out, I jumped three deer, just saw white flags because, I don't know what the fuck they were, but I jumped them probably because I got out there a little late. And then, so I get in the tree stand and within like 30 minutes had deer moving through the the cornfield. So this stand, it's going to be a primo spot because the neighbor has a cornfield that's, how big is that field? Fucking twenty acres. Uh, at Huge. least, at least twenty. Like a twenty acres. acre cornfield. Thirty acres. Yeah, and the property right. line is about five yards inside of the woods, and we're set up about thirty yards from that fence line. So we're right on the edge of this cornfield that nobody else is hunting. So we're gonna catch deer moving in and out of this corn. So within thirty minutes, I had I saw some deer moving 
fruit of corn, but not even close to me. I didn't even see what they were, but because it, it was a lot of shit. But I saw about thirty fucking turkeys. <laughs> Goddamn turkeys! Man. They I've never known there to be this many turkeys in the in southeastern Michigan. But you bet your ass, Jason. Next spring. We're going to get some turkey tags, and we're going to hunt Washtenaw County because it's going to be easy pickings for us to get a turkey. Dude, there's a group of jakes that there's probably 15 of them or more. I saw, when I was in the woods, of the probably 20-something, I bet I saw seven toms. It was unbelievable. And they were, like, yeah. strutting. They were fighting each other in the woods. I'm like... I'm not going to see any fucking deer because these things are causing such a racket. Dude, they've been. I, I just sent you a. I sent you a picture of that earlier, Jason. It was like, yeah. it, it, there, there was like seven of them on this trail. This this is a, probably 200 yards from where this tree stand is, and I, I'm like, my god, they keep blowing up my my trail camera. And the, oh, it's my cell cam, so it's like constantly blowing up my phone, and I'm like. Goddamn turkeys, man. They're, nope. they're freaking everywhere. Yeah. So I wasn't really planning on seeing much since we had just set the stand up a couple days prior, but I just wanted to get in that spot, get get situated, kind of get a feel for if he needed to trim anything else. And really everything was good. Didn't have to trim anything. But just to see what was moving. So it was, it was a nice set. On my way out, I jumped more deer as they were all bedding in this bedded area. So. So fast forward. To, so last night we went to the Five Finger Death Punch concert. So I didn't hunt last night. Phenomenal concert, by the way. Was it good? Fucking one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Really? Yeah. I mean, they crushed it. Five Finger Death Punch, Megadeth, High and energy, the Who. Man. That Mongolian band. The Who. The Who. They sing that. Oh, H-U. That totem. H U. Wolf totem. I know about those guys. Oh, I thought you were yeah. talking about like, the Not the who. No, not, not the, the who. who. Not like, don't be like, fooled again. Wait, what? Not like the pinball wizard or <laughs> Those anything. guys, that band that you're talking about, Ryan, when I hear that Wolf Totem song, it makes me want to put on my war paint and go take over a village. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, just rape and pillage. Right. I mean, I didn't want to say that, Bob, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's... That... I mean, whatever you're into. Is he about to... Oh, I knew he was going to do this. He's going to do it. Just for a second. I can't hear it, but I know I like it. <laughs> Sounds like something you'd hear in The Witcher, so I'm into this. This is cool. Toss a coin to your Witcher? Yeah. <laughs> no. Sounds like something you'd hear when he's, like, fighting something. Like, the scene where he's killing that baby. It's like some shit from Braveheart. As a, as a history major who has studied the Mongolian invasions... Extensively, I'm a super nerd. Oh, I know this song. I, lo- I love this song, even though I can't hear it still. Did you dance to this? Were you dancing? Have you heard so, Papa Roach sing it? He was. So, tw- he so, twerked to it. So, so that's, <laughs> the ver- that's the version with pa- Papa Roach singing it. They didn't oh, okay. have Papa Roach so, last night. So, so Bob's wife watched my kids last night. So we got there a little bit late because she had to work. Not her fault. It's it is what it is. We got there as soon as we could, and as we're walking in, they start playing that song. Yeah, I'm like, ah, fuck, song. that's the one song I wanted to hear. But I caught the very last song that they played. But they uh, they had the crowd jamming, so that's good. I like great concert though. Who, Five Finger Death Punch. I like the Who version, and I like the Papa Roach version because then I they're actually can good. sing the words. What, yeah, what I thought was cool was that uh, 
Denise and Ryan bought my wife for for watching their kids. They don't need to buy us anything. Like it, like it, it, we're literally family. You don't have to do that. But they bought her the giantest, the the the, the biggest. Gi- no, the giantest. The giantest. I heard that. The giantest, <laughs> the biggest ass case of white claw I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's like 75 white claws. It was more because I felt bad that she had to work all day, come watch my kids. We didn't get back to like midnight, and then she had to be back up at 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock in the morning for work. So my kids drink a lot. I just like – it was more like we felt terrible. So we didn't stay for the encore, Five Finger Death Punch, but it happened to be a couple songs I didn't really care about. So either way, great fucking concert. Never seen Megadeth before. They were pretty good too. So anyways, so (laughs) I was going to hunt this morning. This whole point of my story is I was going to hunt this morning and because uh, I had today off, too. And my kid had 102-degree fever. Oh, wasn't feeling good. shoot. So I knew, th- and I, knew this, I knew this last night because he wasn't feeling good last night. And since I had the day off, I wasn't going to make my wife take the day off. So I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not going to hunt. Sure as shit, at 7.45 this morning, a very nice eight-point buck was on my camera. Of, of the tree stand that I was going to fucking sit in. Was it a 150? It, was, it wasn't a 150. Starting. It wasn't a 150, but my bull prediction was not for a 150, but it would have been a wall mounter. 100% I would have mounted it's that buck. already block. starting. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up. That was the first thing I woke up, and I, I wake up, and I've got like... 40 pictures on my on my camera and i'm like i'm scrolling through them and it's like squirrel 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 turkey 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 and i'm like oh shit and i'm like gotta like double take on my eyes and i'm like zooming in on it and i immediately send it to bob and i'm like well this is what i would have seen today if i was able to hunt so that's, that's how my season's gonna start and we're that's only, always the case we're only six days in so and then so then i got my son all day and i take his temperature like 11 o'clock this morning and it's like 98.5 he feels fine nothing's more stressful than when your kids are sick though you know but when he's sick for no reason and it's like (laughs) he's like all better how dare you he's all better by the time i get out of the woods i'm like oh yeah man he wasn't sick last night i was i facetimed them because she was over there watching that that's what he was he was dressing up in michael myers costumes and (laughs) my kid's crazy pretending um, he was stabbed yeah that's what i told nikki when i when i came in and she was like he was fine all night and i'm like i know good it's the weirdest shit like he'll just he had a fever for 12 hours and then it was gone no idea what the fuck it was so he's just allergic to you hunting yeah yeah so is what it is. I'll get out again this weekend, but it's just that I think that's like just telling me how this season's going to go. Exactly how last season left off is how this season's going to go. Because no, I had even told Bob, I was like, I, I text Jimmy on Wednesday. I was like, because I knew Bob had shit going on. I said, Hey, are you working? I said because I'm green lighting any doe I see, pretty much. So if it's not a yearling, I'm I'm green lighting a doe. I'm shooting anything just just cause. This mofo tried to get me to call off work. I was like, call was, off work. I'm gonna shoot a doe today. Forty five minutes late to his blind. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's how I roll. But so that's that's what happens when I say, hey, I'm gonna shoot whatever. I don't see shit. So or I can't hunt or something. So I just want to tell that story. It's fucked up. So terrible outdoors. So. So Jimmy had some success last weekend. Success, and it's. It, I, I'm interested to hear the story because it sounds like there's more. There's some terribleness to it. Oh, then my God, yes. So, all right. So, so Jimmy, take it away. All right, boys. Well, uh, so last week uh, we we did the podcast. 
Um, I did say that we were going to not go, or I was not going to go out. Um, that ended up changing. I did go out in the woods. I did do some hunting and I am proud to say that I was successful. So we've got a, we've got a bold prediction down. We've got the challenge complete. So we're going to have to do a celebratory snort here. Oh Um, shit. Yep. So we'll, uh, we don't got to do it right the second, but we, we do got to do it. So is it the chip or the dip? Huh? Which, which, which one are you not doing? Do because... I get to pick? Is that because... So I, I, I don't you know, know that, the, that one oversees the other. I don't know. I, see, I didn't know if we have to pick, so we should wait until... I, I, would say you, I would say that if you accomplish one and you don't accomplish the other, you should be able to pick. I'll do the chip. I, it, at like, this point, Jason's already backed out anyway, so... <laughs> he threw his... You backed out? He threw out? the fucking towel. He did not back out. Last week, he yeah, threw I, the towel. I said I would... I said I would rather donate money than do this. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's, he's already he said five hundred dollars. Uh, it I was think. it was on his public land buck that he just, didn't yeah, want to. He, he just there. doesn't even want to <clears throat> try for it. Uh, well, the eight point, <laughs> the eight point on public land. That's that's going to be rough. Yeah, that was a good. One. So go so, on, man. What you got? Um. So I did. I got a. I got a doe. Um. It was uh eighty five pounds, so it was on the smaller side. Um. So, but. Uh, you know that at least the meat's gonna be tender. Um, I thought it was a little bit bigger when I was looking through the glass, and then when I came up to it, I was like, "Oh shit!" They always look bigger. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> it, it was it was weird though how how it went down. So, I'm not very good at sitting still, so I like to keep myself occupied. <laughs> so I'm playing on my phone, and I and I kind of have a rule when I'm sitting in the woods. I'll only play on my phone for about five minutes, and I'll look up. And I'll do a full scan. I'll put my phone down. I'll scan around. I'll look, you know. And I'll, I'll keep my phone down for, like, maybe 10 minutes. And then I'll pick my phone up again, see what I can keep myself occupied with. Well, something something grabbed my attention, so I was on it a little longer than five minutes. Had to have been at least no more than 10 minutes, but somewhere around there. And I look up, and there's just a doe standing right in front of me, like, eating some grass. And... That'll grab your attention. And so I just, I look at this thing and I'm like, holy shit, it's a, it's, it's a deer. Now, earlier in that day, I did pass on a, a spike horn because it was a really small buck. I definitely didn't want to burn a buck tag on it. Um, I, just like Ryan, so don't let me talk too much crap. I made it out late to my blind that day. Um, I wanted to snap. Be, I wanted to be in the blind. I should have been at the, in the blind at 6.30 um, at the latest. Uh, I, unfortunately, I woke up at 6.30. So I, just the same thing as Ryan. I was walking towards the, the place I was going to be sitting, and I seen two deer. Not sure if they were bucks, does, or any of that. I seen the same thing Ryan did. Well, actually, my buddy's seen it. Uh, two deer run off. So I did the same thing, so don't feel bad. Um, and I... I kind of sat out in the open in the morning and I seen a spike horn and I passed on it because, you know, I didn't, like I said, I didn't want to burn a buck tag on it. It was really, this I did know was small, I could tell. So I focused more on filming it. And as I was filming it, it, it knew I was there. It was staring at me. That was probably the most exciting thing that's ever happened. We're in a staring competition. He doesn't know what to do. 
I'm trying my hardest to stay still. It's not working because it's so cold. My breath is showing up. So it as soon what, as I was what, done. What day was this, Saturday? Uh, this was October 1st. Um, so it, it, it did take off. It was cold Saturday morning? It, in the morning, yes. Uh, you could see your I breath. I guess I didn't, I didn't on Saturday morning. But yeah, I was, when I was. Well, he, Saturday, was up in, he was up in Gladwood. Yeah, I was, uh, I was up in Gladwood. That's Gladwell true. Because when I was out Saturday night, like. I was out there in a fucking t-shirt for a little bit, like just sweating, and I'd fighting off the bugs. Um, yeah, it, it was it was cold up there, so there were you could see my breath, I could see my breath. I was trying to take shallow breaths. Uh, adrenaline was kicking, so it was really hard to do. Um, I would have liked to watch it a little more because it was exciting, but it did end up running off, no biggie. Um, I stayed in the woods until about ten o'clock. And then we went and got breakfast, came back, shot some guns, did up north type shit. It was, it was a good time. And uh, <clears throat> I do got a kind of funny story about how this went down. So the property well, we're at. You, can I ask a question before you go there? Yeah, go ahead. So the night before, Friday night, you text me an online picture of your shopping cart from buying your hunting license online. Yeah. So this I was, see you tagged that deer with an actual tag. So yeah. I'm assuming you changed your mind and bought them somewhere. So yeah, so it was so sad. I mean, we got night. DNR on the line, so I'm just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 Saturday night, I uh, I decided to buy my license. Friday night, you mean? Yeah, Friday night. <laughs> I bought my license. Get what your... was that? Wait, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> Friday night, the 29th. I bought 30th. my license online. Who's got our, Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, I bought my license online, and then it said that it was going to ship my license to me. And I'm really glad that, for whatever reason, I didn't purchase all of it in one go, kind of because I had, I, 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 had, I had a slight suspicion that it would be the case. So I have a screenshot of my license, but I don't have the physical copy of my license. And it said it was going to send it to me. So... That's not going to do me any good for tags. So when I bought the license, I also texted Ryan and said, hey, do I need – I texted you, right? Or did I text somebody else? I might have no, texted text me. Okay. So – Yeah, you text me wanting to know if, like, this was everything you needed. Yeah. And that's when I realized that a shipped tag is not going to do me any good because it'll still be in the mail by the time. If, if I were to get a deer, it, it would still be in the mail. So I did go to a Meyer and purchase it. So late at night, but yeah. So you found somebody at a Meyer that could do that could work yeah, the license somebody machine. Helped you there? <laughs> Jimmy just walked up to the sporting goods. Deal, he just did it himself. Went to the computer and did it himself. It may, it he may, knew the logon. It's all generic, pretty much. <laughs> it may or may not have been a struggle, but uh, yeah. Oh, so. dude, I've I've tried buying a license from a Walmart or a Meyer before. I don't know why they even have that machine in the store. Because there's one person on the entire staff that knows how to do it, and he's never working that. And they're not. Working I remember that ever, ever. I, oh my I god! I went to a Meyer at four in the morning one time with my stepdad Dale and one of his buddies. I don't remember his name, and we went and bought tags because we were going to be hunting, and they had some guy there who came and 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 printed up like four copies of his license. He charged them for four licenses, and he's freaking out. He's like, "What?" <laughs> I don't know if it's legal to buy four licenses. What am I going to do? I'm going to have to call the DNR. That sounds about right. <laughs> so luckily I didn't have that issue. Um, it all went pretty smooth. All right. hey, go on. I just wanted to 
ask that question. So did you? So, so did you actually buy them on Friday, Jimmy, online, or did you go to Meyer and say you just sound like, oh, I lost my license, I need to buy it again? Or well, no, no, no. It? So in in the system, when they look it up, they can see that you have your license. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So yeah, they were. They asked me. They're like, you don't need your base, and I was like, no, I don't have my base. So and, online, you just bought your base license. Yeah, I bought the base on the from the DNR app. Okay, That's, so you didn't buy the actual combo tag or the analyst tag online no i bought that in person okay because, i think that's because, where we're confused because i'm yeah. thinking like did he buy two licenses once I, <laughs> once i'm with I, you jason once i'm I with seen, you once i seen that the license itself was going to be shipped to me mm-hmm. i realized the tag was going to be a problem yeah so i was like okay I, I backpedaled a little bit and thought about it i'm like okay i can either i can either stop here because i was on my way up north at the point at that point i could either not hunt in the morning, which I really didn't want to do. I, I wanted to hunt that morning, or was like, or I can just pull off, find the closest mire, and and go get that taken care of. So I got that taken care of, and and luckily when they when they seen you know I I was fully well ready to show them my picture that because I because I have the I have the screenshot of my license and the number and all that stuff, but that person was able, they were like, do you want to do you want to a license i was like i already have my license and they looked at me like they didn't believe me like i was a liar and then as they're going through it they're going oh you do have your base and i was like yeah yeah i told you that you know i, I do have my base license like I'm, I'm not an idiot come on the guy at walmart didn't know or Meyer, <laughs> where Meyer. Went. so so yeah so <clears throat> so anyway i wanted to kind of talk briefly about the hunting situation so my buddy has a property up in Gladwin County, and the property he purchased was from a guy who was married to a little person. So, like, all the counters in the kitchen are really low and everything like that. And the buck that I seen that morning, I was sitting out in the open in a chair that was built in, like, the 60s. I sent you guys a picture of that. It's, it's hilarious. Um I decided not to sit there in the afternoon. I ended up sitting in a blind and it ended up being his wife's who, like I said, was a little person. So I had to bend over to see through the window to see the deer. Uh, I'll be making some modifications to that box blind. Also, it had a metal roof. So it was hilarious because it was it was quite warm. It's really it's really hard to tell this story as as these boys as he is. for all the listeners these guys are putting on face paint right now well you're I'm, we're getting into your story so much I just want to paint my face and go to war so so <laughs> I forget where I was at oh man so I need a screenshot of that for the That'll be the the title picture of the of the podcast. So this box blind has a metal roof, and it was honestly like sitting in the <laughs> Is that hot. How box. you do your face paint? God, <laughs> I'm gonna do it all. Well. <laughs> You're doing your whole face. Why? It, that's not how you do it. What? I didn't put anything on my face. Hey. Yeah, I know you were like you were like dressed in in like a, like some yeah, like five finger death punch. I was getting to that. Hoodie. Yeah, he hunts in a ca- that. Canadian yeah. tuxedo with a like, five like finger a, death punch. Shirt. I was getting to that. You were, I had what, what up, in the Dan, army. Dan. In the are, army, we would consider you a pogue. You guys are busy Ooh. painting your face. You know what a pogue means? <sighs> no, I, I know it's not a good thing. I know that personal other than grunt. Or, oh, that's yeah, that's, that's right. Or girl. That's right. What you just said is not right, but okay. <laughs> so, 
God, you're distracting the shit out of me right now. With your just, just, just close <laughs> close your eyes and get into your own story. Get into it. Let's get into it, bro. So what do you got? Like I said, I'm sitting Send in the, that shit. I, I I got back into the blind at three. This is the longest hunting story I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> you guys are fucking killing oh me. no! Oh no! We've heard longer. <laughs> All right, guys. Right. So I'm reel sitting, it in. Reel it in. Sitting I, in this box blind. At 3.30 p.m., and it's hotter than hell, and I had to take off layers of clothing. I have videos for you guys. I'm pouring sweat because I feel like I'm in the hot box in some prison. You're getting naked in the blind. So, and, Onlyfans.com. And I'm, I'm looking at my phone, and I look up, and there's a doe in front of me. So Onlyfans.com. So, hashtag Jimbo. So I shot it. <laughs> hashtag Jimbo panties. You guys are you guys are killing me Jimbo-licious. Here. You, know, you know why? You know why we're killing you right now? It's because you're taking forever to sell the story. Let's go. Come on. So I got a deer, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Keep going. We're, I'm sorry. We're, just we're, fucking, we're, 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 we're fucking with you because you shot a deer and we haven't We're fucking yet. with you because we're jelly. We're peanut butter yeah. and jealous. All right? That's the reality of it. That's the reality. So, all right. So <clears> you're getting, all right. Let's, let's go back. Go. You're getting naked in the blind. Let's, let's go. You're, you're, you're in like a little person blind. I have, I have videos. If you guys want to buy my videos here on OnlyFans, you guys o- can. OnlyFans slash only Jimbalicious. Yeah, OnlyFans. Jimbalicious underpants. What was weird, so... I shot I shot this deer and I hit it in the liver and the crazy thing is is it didn't bleed and I had Oh my gosh I I have to interrupt because I looked at that picture that you sent us Jimmy yeah. and I was excited I was excited to hear where you hit it because I looked at that picture and I looked at that blood and I said that's dark I wonder if he hit it in the liver because I've hit deer in the lever, I, liver, and that's what it looked like. I did hit. It. So, so Ryan's got a story for you. So my scope had some issues. Um, Ryan will talk well, about well, that. In, I'll in tell that after. I'll tell that afterwards. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> I did hit it in the liver. It, I want to look up the look at the shot again. I had to. I, follow, I guess I didn't examine it. I, I thought I had, it looked good. I had to. I, so I. Yeah, I there was a nice channel through the liver. It was it was a through and through. Um, I. I tracked the deer. I, I knew where it ran because I could hear it, but I had no visual sign of where it went. So when I called my buddy to come help me track it, we had nothing to go off of besides of what I heard. I don't see a hole in this deer. I Well, you're looking at the one on the truck bed, right? Yeah, yeah so it's behind the rib cage because that's the exit. That's where the, the side you're looking at is the exit wound, and you don't see it because of where it's at on the rib cage because I shot it at a weird angle. Is one of these yours? No, neither one of those deer are mine. I don't know. No, look at that. Then. So that that's my deer right there. That's, oh, that that's one. the that's the entrance wound that you're looking at right there. And what? Which way was it facing? Quartering towards you? Toward yeah, it was quartering towards me. So it's going to, okay, to the back. Okay, so, so the exit is way so a little in the bit back. back. Yeah. So yeah. when you're looking at the picture of it on the truck bed, you're not going to see it'll, it because it's behind. High too. It's behind. Yeah. Well, the scope was off. I had to compensate. Oh, you're. Oh, you're. you're you your know scope? for you know your scope for a, was off. Oh, you know oh for okay. A, you know for a fact my scope was off, sir. We'll get there. We'll <clears throat> so, get there. We'll so, feed you, baby birds. We'll feed you. So. Anyway, the weird thing is, is you know, a liver shot normally it bleeds like a mofo. It didn't bleed at all. I, I had to, I had to track it for, I had to track it in the direction of which That's, I heard it run for seventy five yards before I found blood, because there was a deer run that it took. I could see that the ground was disturbed, like something took off, like a bat out of hell, and I could hear it. I, I, I heard it take off running, 
But then I heard noise in a certain direction that was there for longer than it should have been had the deer kept running. So I knew that's where it died. So I knew I could hear where it died based off the thrashing. And so I followed in that direction. I only found one blood spot, which was had a good amount of blood, and then another single drop of blood 15 yards past that, and then another 10 yards past that, I found the deer. But all in all, it, it, it ran a good 150 yards. How, how long after the shot did you start tracking? I, I don't really want to say because this is the terrible. I, I want to so, hear it. I didn't can wait. I, can I give a guess? You I, didn't wait? I didn't like wait. You, got, you, you shot? That, that, that was my guess. He up. shot and he well, runs out of the blind naked because he's naked. Remember? <laughs> so, and he just running through the woods, just naked, wanger so, and all. So just, this is what happened. Running through, the, running through the thickers. I shot the deer. <laughs> I looked at the ground in front of me. I seen that there was no blood because I was shooting at a, in an empty. Basically, a, it looked like I was shooting in a yard. It was just grass. Give me time frames though, like like from the so, time you shot, and then when did you I leave the blood? I shot it. I got a phone call that I made. Um, I've got some questions on the timeline, so I want to hear this. So. Oh, shit. So did, did you, one, did you see the hit? Did I you, did. I did. So, so you saw the hit. You saw the angle. You saw the hit. Yeah. And, and I, I did see, I, I, the, way it, the way it reacted, I knew I hit it. Yeah. Um, How like, far? How far was this? 25 yards. Okay. Maybe 20. What a fucking owl. <laughs> fucking Jesus owl on my Christ. trail camera. <laughs> so. What the fuck? <laughs> So, it's some weird shit on a trail. God camera. forbid so, it be a deer. No, I, well, I shot, for that reason. I shot Anyways. the deer at like 629 because I made a phone call to my buddy at 630 saying, hey, you want to come out here and, and help me? I just, my exact words were, I just stuck one. So At 630, Jimmy told his buddy, I lost blood. And at 629, he shot it. There was no blood. So he comes, it took him maybe five minutes to get to where I was at. At which point I was already in the grass field looking for blood. I didn't see any blood. I've got my hands on my head, like like pulling hair out because I'm stressed because I'm thinking I missed, even though I knew, I knew that I hit it based off of the way that it reacted. But I see no evidence to support what I was, what I knew. And so, in he, and he's looking around and he's like, "This doesn't look good. We've got no blood." And I was like, "It had to have." I heard it take off, and I heard some thrashing in this direction. I was like, everything lines up with the fact that I hit this deer, except for the fact that there's no evidence that I hit this deer. So he was like, okay, well, so what, where did you, what did you hear? And I told him what I heard and I told him where I heard it. And he looks over there and there's a deer run, a pretty big one that looks all, looks like something ran through it and, and pushed stuff out of the way. So we follow that and I'm stressing out because I'm walking and I'm walking and I don't find any blood. Finally, at about like 75 yards total, that's counting the, the yardage of the field as well. That's when I found my first blood pile. Like it was like a, just a couple splatters of really dark blood. And so immediate relief set in. And I follow it for maybe another 20 yards. And there's no blood at all. And I'm following the same run. And so I'm starting to stress out again. I'm like, this thing could be long gone. This thing could just like, and he, and he's behind me saying the same thing, so it's making me feel sick. So what? T- <clears throat> go back. What, what time did you shoot it? Six twenty nine. Six twenty nine. Yep, because I made I called him at six thirty. Okay. I called him immediately. Yep. yep. 
<clears throat> I find the blood. And you I, go running through the woods naked. And <laughs> yeah. then you see the blood at what time? Charging. I seen, well, so. Minutes later. So I had the deer gut, like, I was already beginning gutting it after 15 minutes after I shot it. Because I found it pretty quick. I, I did what I I, 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 I walked in the direction that I found it. I followed the blood that I did see because I seen one spot and then I did see one other single drop of blood. So I kept following that and I kept watching the run. It did run with the run. And finally I see color. Like I, I, I see the color of a deer. I go, oh my God, there it is. And it's laying there. Its eyes are open. He's like, is it dead? And I was like, its eyes are open. You know, general rule of thumb when you shoot a deer is if the eyes are closed, it's still alive. If the eyes are open, it's it's dead. You know, so we poked it and we did all that stuff and... Like I said, <laughs> you've never heard that. No. Uh, yeah. So it, no, kill a lot of deer. So people um, people say you know if if you've got it, I don't know that I've ever seen a deer's eyes closed. That's what like, I'm saying. So if you if you have a deer do, laying there with its eyes closed, you got a problem. Do they do they blink? Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Let's look this up. <laughs> I've never seen one. I've never seen a fucking. I've never deer. seen one with his eyes closed. Let's just, see if I'm, I'm an idiot. Literally never they're seen. They're always open. Always. Uh, I've, I've never. Whether they're they're, they're open before keep, I shoot them, going. and then they're open after keep I shoot going. them. Stop googling and tell your story. Tell your story because it's long. Deers do blink less often than human did. Humans do. Oh, Wikipedia so, said it. It's got to be true. It's actually got to be true, dude. It was actually Bing, but. uh so yeah, so the, there's a saying that if the deer's eyes are closed, you got a problem. So um, okay, go on. Its eyes were open and its tongue was out. I knew it was dead. We did poke it. Uh, so I well, if the tongue it out. was out. It might have been thirsty. We... <laughs> My dog's tongue is out all the time. God damn! Can't his tongue know? was out. Yeah, its tongue was out. It's dead. Fucker can't even tell a story. So we're the biggest assholes. We, we are the worst. <laughs> we're the worst. I fully expect this when I shoot one this year, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. Exactly. So this is exactly. how my story is going to go when I shoot a doe. I'm going to be like, yeah, I shot a doe. And it, it this is a oh, no. Bold, oh, no. I'm, I'm going to play-by-play it. This is a bold prediction that just got done, though. I've got a bold this is prediction. Your fir- this is so your first deer with a crossbow, right? Now, yeah. So now that Ryan's yeah, back, so let's do like, our celebratory I mean, it's, snort. It's a big It's a big deal. It's a big deal, and, and we definitely congratulate you in that. We're just going to give you shit because that's what we do. No, for sure. Well, like for I sure. said, I fully hope like that, that I get as much shit when I shoot one. We Jason, have when he to shoots shoot his, when he so shoots you're his already point, one up on it. It has been this way my whole life. I've so hunt, I'm, I've I'm, hunt, I'm pretty used to it. For I also guys. have camel on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've hunted twice this year, and I haven't shot one yet. So It, it doesn't look like camo. <laughs> no. It's white. Camo looks but, like looks like the poo. So I did do. I also did some small game hunting. Uh, I did shoot a squirrel. I got a squirrel. We're still on the deer. We're still talking about deer. Yeah, we don't care about finish your deer story. I already finished it pretty much. I got okay, it. Okay, so you you found the deer. Then what happened? I gutted it. Okay, my buddy had to teach me how to gut it. <laughs> okay, all right. So I already gutted a deer before, but he talked me through it. So because okay. I, I I wasn't okay. There's an there's an art to it. There's it an, was there, it was there's I, an art to gutting a deer. I would not have done it as well as I did without like I probably like if it weren't for him I probably would have nicked guts and I didn't nick any guts. Um, I've seen a lot of fucked up deer. Yeah, so like a lot of a lot of people that have tried to gut deer before that are like the only place I cut the oh, meat was man, between the, was brutal. between the legs right there where oh, that's going yeah, to so, so that yeah. that's the only place I severed any any meat. So it was it was a pretty good 
if I do say so, you, so it was a pretty good gut So you check. got it home. I've been given. I, didn't you, get you, it home. I know you. I'm sorry. I've you, been, you, I've been given shit about that before. So I've taken the deer to a processor before, and they're like, "Why'd you cut so much off the hinds?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Like I'm trying, like I split them open, dude. Yeah, like, I split them open because I don't want any of that stuff in there. I think we like, should yeah. do a, a like a whole segment on an we episode could, we could about do. gutting a deer, we the process really, of gutting a deer. I, I'm going to add that to the we really Jason, could add it's, it to the agenda. I know you got it pulled up. It's not that big of a deal. I think it'd be a good topic because there's a, probably a lot of people who either haven't done it at all or haven't done it very often. I can't tell you how many gut jobs I've been a part of. Um, yeah. So I think that'd be a good I topic. So, I mean, you and I, <laughs> I have it down to a science. If one of us shoot a deer, like when when yeah, I shot like, those two deer up north, that second one, I mean, we gutted it in like fucking ten minutes, man. Like if you, that, yeah. you took the ass end, I took, I was up top ripping it open. Like Bob does seem like he'd be an ass man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm. So while, I, while I, we're I talking very, about, I am the, very quick. Like I like to like let's get this shit done and let's get it. While we're now talking about, about the ass, it's, it's got to be done. Let's talk about the asses, okay? The butt out tool. No, we're not going to talk about butt out tool right now. What we're yeah, going to talk about? I'm just saying, yay or nay. <laughs> use it or don't use it. I, I've I've never used it. We've talked about using it. It seems it it seems like it would be like a, a decent tool. I I get the concept of it. I just don't know that I would feel completely appropriate <laughs> sticking this thing up a deer's ass to pull its ass out to cut it off. Like I, like, I get it. I, Jason, I, I have totally you ever it. used it? I, I just get I've in there with it, a knife and I like it. Yeah, okay. I, I just get in there with a knife and I cut around and I do what I gotta do and I get out. The there concept like, seems. I've cut the whole fucking tail off a deer before. Well, well like Bob said though, like we we were kind of taught, like we bust open that whole pelvic bone and we'll saw it in half, so you can get in there and and clean it out. I mean, it's, we're talking about gutting a deer. It's not nothing about it is clean or appropriate. You're gutting an animal, no. you know. So, but. Um, the just, concept is there. I would like. I have one. Um, it's just weird about the tool itself. Like <laughs> you just you, know say, like, you gotta stick this thing well, up a deer's it's ass. It's not like you're stirring the chili with it. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just really hey, weird for me. Like know. you gotta you gotta stick this thing up the. It's deer's like a popsicle stick. Hole, <laughs> then you gotta pull it out, and then you cut around it. Like, I, I, I totally I totally get the concept of it, and it, and it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, and it would probably make my life ten times easier. Yeah. But just sticking anything up something's ass is just is is I I, I, I didn't do that I didn't I didn't it, you, I, didn't, you didn't take the just, ass out I don't no 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 he I stuck his it. fingers up the ass I, 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 I stuck my finger in there and I just pulled I it out. actually chewed it out I chewed so, it out with my teeth he stuck his fingers well that's why you have band aids on I your fingers you stuck his fingers up his no, ass and he cut around his fingers I he, have a better story as to why I had band aids <laughs> on my fingers but um. So I didn't have the tool to. There's to a do better that. story than that to why you cut your fingers. Oh my god! Yeah. So. Oh god. Yeah. I we I didn't have a bone saw. Yep. Luckily, we're on my buddy's property, so he had a hatchet, and that's how I broke the <laughs> I broke the hip bone. Yeah. That's not why I cut my fingers, Ryan. <laughs> He's over there dying. Um, and then I I just cut around the intestines and I, and and I cut its, I cut its hole out, you know, and I I (laughs) used my knife for that, that, and by the way, that knife you guys had me get, I freaking love that thing. I mean, I hate it because, 
Havilon? The, the yes. Outdoor Edge. No, it's the, the Outdoor Edge. It's like the Havilon, Jason, but it's Outdoor Edge brand. Uh, same concept, but Got it's it. the Razor, and that blade is like a scalpel sharp. And that's why I... Uh, I, I had band-aids on my fingers. Oh, Not Dude, while I was getting the deer, though. That's the funny part. But just so, getting the knife out of your... So you've seen that. You've seen that big bag. deer. You saw that big deer that my dad shot years ago. Is right? it mounted? Yeah, it's mounted. In the den? Yeah, it is den. And um, it's, uh, it, it's a nine point, but it scored like... Whatever it was, it was like third in Washtenaw County for that year. For oh that wow, category or whatever. But it, it, it was, was it, it's, it's a it was a big fucking deer. Like this deer was all of two hundred fifty pounds dressed. Like oh, it was shoot. it was huge. It was a huge fucking deer. And I remember when we gutted it, he didn't have a knife on him at all. Period. And like I was hunting maybe thirty yards from him when he shot this deer. And then I and then we found the deer, and when we started gutting it out, he's like, "Do you have?" He's like, "I don't have my knife on you on me. Do you have your knife on you?" I was like, "Yeah." And I pulled out this like bullshit blade that I had from like my grandma bought it for me for like Christmas six years ago type thing. And it was like Swiss Army knife. Yeah, it was some it was some bullshit knife. You know, whatever. Oh, whatever. It's the brand. old buck knife. It's got like the. Uh, it's not even a like the, the picture on the side of like the the the, the scenic background. It's not even a buck knife. Like, it's, <laughs> I, I don't even know what. The, I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what this knife is. And my dad's like, "Do you have a knife?" I was like, "Yeah, I got this one." And I pull it out and I show. I give it to him, and he starts gutting this thing with it. And it was a, a disaster, dude. Because like, this thing was a cow, man. It was yeah. huge. Yeah. Like a 250-pound deer is like that's big. It, it, it's huge. So he starts gutting this thing, and he went, he punctures the guts, like he punctures the the stomach on it. Oh, it was a it was a nightmare, dude. Yeah. It was a, it, probably that. the worst. He's gagging. I'm gagging. <laughs> I'm glad our, I was too our, young for that. His, his brother-in-law, my uncle, is gagging as we're trying to like gut this thing was, i've heard this was, story so many times oh my god dude it was a and disaster yeah. man i remember i was like 16 years old at the time that this happened i was like <laughs> it was the worst thing yeah and so from that point forward i made it a point that like i'm gonna have a sharp fucking knife every time i go into a gutting job no matter what so that, no matter what that knife though is is the sharpest fucking knife i've ever had so i bought you can get them on Amazon, like a five pack of replacement blades for like ten bucks. You don't even sharpen that shit. You just bloop, bloop. replace the. But blade. I took like three of them and I throw them right in my backpack. Yeah, and if you're that. like in the middle of like it, it gets dull, you just bloop, bloop, boom, and you got a you got a fresh, brand new sharp blade. Like, I, have, I have a whole like five pack of blades. I would highly recommend my, it. Sitting in my in my. It's cheap too. That knife is like thirty bucks from Walmart. Bag. I don't even know if it's that. It might be twenty bucks. I paid twenty six bucks on Amazon. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not super expensive, yeah. and they're really like, worth so the money. Money. But you got to be careful because so it's razor sharp. I learned that. Yeah, yeah. No, it is. It'll All right, good. so you took the deer to the butcher shop. Yeah, this is pretty cool. So, I I don't have an official weight on this deer, thank God, um, because it's as small as it is. The scale wouldn't register. No, so this well, is so there there is mind, a t- like a medium tear weight no, on the scale. Keep in mind, we're up in Gladwin County, so. There's a guy in front of me. He's got a six pointer. It's not. It's not a huge six pointer, but it's not a small six pointer. So it, it's a decent deer, a uh, decent buck. Um, he goes to hang. They go to hang it up on their hoist, 
and like this the chain like as he's hoisting it up the chain like skipped a little bit and the whole deer like fell down right on its face and hit the ground so me being a smart ass that i am i'm like well now you can tell your friends that your deer's so big you broke the the hoist (laughs) you know and they go to lift it up again, and the whole hoist just fucking snaps, like breaks, like. And and so then I was like, okay, well now you, now you can really tell your friends. And the guy from the the butcher was like, yeah, we've been we've been doing some elk up here, and we we had one big one that that messed our hoist up so bad that it hasn't been the same since, and you know this finally did it. So that happened right before I did my deer. But what was cool is they asked me when I when I wanted the meat how I wanted it. And I told them, you know, I want my straps. I want my steaks and I want my burger. You know, they're like, what about neck roast? So I was like, with this deer, just turn it in a burger. And he's like, do you want us to cut our burger? Do you want us to cut your burger with beef, pork or bacon? And bacon. I, exactly. I had never heard that either. Cause I, normally I'm the don't cut it at all type of guy. I like my venison. But when I heard bacon, you don't have I, fat added, added to it. No, like not, pork fat? no, not usually not. with oh, my. Oh man. I, so, yeah. Because I, 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 I'm there's something about eating venison, man. It's just like it's it's for me growing up. It was always a really special thing. So like I enjoy that that gamey taste. Well, where we take special. it, um, I have them. It's like five dollars extra, and they'll add in like maybe it's ten dollars now, but it's they'll add in like five percent pork fat. Okay, they'll yeah, mix that's it not in bad with, at all. when you're doing burger. And I've been using a lot of burger the last few years of my venison. I, I mean, my, my wife and kids love it. That we'll use it in like we'll make tacos, spaghetti. Like we use the shit out of it. Yeah. But if you don't put some type of fat in it, it's so dry. Like even in like tacos, like it's, yeah, it, it is. It's it, tough to eat. So I like just adding like like I said for for ten bucks they add in the pork fat. And actually, quick note on a, on a recipe that Bob and I learned. What we will do is we'll take like a couple pounds of burger, and then we'll take like some Bob Evans sausage, like mm-hmm. Italian sausage, yeah, and we'll mix like <clears throat> maybe like another ten or twenty percent of that with our ground burger. It's the best shit ever. That sounds good. It is like the best burger, and you but you still get the venison taste, but it's got enough fat because you're adding in that that Italian sausage. So like that's changed the game on me because I used to. I remember one deer. I got cut up. I told him I wanted, like, nothing but steaks. Yeah. I didn't want any burger because, like, burger to me was, like, it was just the grossest shit. It was so dry and it was gamey. But uh, it is. The, yeah. the, the last couple of deer I've gotten, I've, I've had the pork added and, like, I found different ways of doing it. So, so but anyways. I'll, 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 bring you, I'll bring you a tube of this with bacon because this was a new thing I for I thought you too. ate it all the next night. It was only six pounds, so. The whole deer. You ate the whole deer, right? Yeah. No, so I ate the heart. Uh, the first day uh, when I got home. Oh, so not the first day, the, the day after. Um, I did eat the heart. You did? Yeah, I always do. I love the Ooh, heart, yeah. man. I know how to cut it. That's good. I know how to cut it to where it's really good and get rid of all that silver skin. But so I did go with I bacon. I can't eat the heart because mine's normally in pieces. I did go with. <laughs> I did well go played, with. Well played. Well played. I did go with bacon. Um, so I'll be bringing you guys a tube of so that. So it's it'll be burger new. mixed with bacon. Yeah, they cut it with bacon. It was four bucks a pound. How much? It. Like what percentage? I I don't don't quote me. Um, because I'm I, intrigued. I, Next I podcast, I, I want some. I think it's four. I know some people that. We should, I know some people that we cut it with some. bacon and they like it. We should cook some and then are you, podcast. Yeah, are, I'm you, down. are you coming this weekend for a podcast? So I won't have the deer yet. Uh, my dad. What the. My dad's up. My dad's going up north. He's going to pick it up for me because gas is 
Gas Wait. is four fifty a, a, a gallon right now, so I, I, I'm out. Whatever. I'm not going to drive up to Gladwater. We should cook some on Saturday, though. I've got some. I think I've actually got some steaks left over. I want to from my last year I had. Hell yeah, I'll bring man. them over on Saturday. We'll fry them up, and then For we can. Sure. Hell yeah, we man. can talk about the recipe on the on the podcast. Jason, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Um, I had I was just mentioning that I know of a couple of guys that have started to cut their burger with bacon, and they really like it. Not till the story's over. Not okay. till the right. completion of the story. I'm sorry, Jason. Okay. So you that had your deer really process. They cut it with bacon. Yep. And then I saw your Instagram post from Sunday night. Yep. So I did I did keep I, – I didn't post everything. I wanted to keep it kind of hush-hush until we did this episode. But, yeah, I did um, – well, Good job with that since you posted on I, Sunday. Well, that and I, to, I, I didn't want to tell you guys. But I told you guys like ten minutes after. I wanted to I wanted to keep it a surprise until we did the podcast. No, that you didn't tell us ten minutes, minutes after, and I got to give you some shit for it. You shot the okay. deer at six twenty nine. Okay. okay, I'm. Re- oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Go yep. ahead. Yeah. Oh, go I'm. Ahead. I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. You shot the deer at six twenty nine, and then we receive a text at. It was like is it seven thirty eight? Doe yeah. down. Okay, so that was after it was gutted. Keep in mind, I got I found it and gutted it first. I don't know. It was I don't also, care. It was also you 70, waited that it long. 70, it was seventy degrees. Man. You waited that long to text us, and that's yeah. horse shit. So, so Ryan was a little bit skeptical. I also tried. He was, to, he I was think like, you guys all were. He like he's got to be full of shit right now. So because, because it was no so way. there's no way. And I was it was like, so I was like, it was yeah, so vague, right? So let me go through this timeline. Seven thirty eight. You text us dough down, and then nothing until nine o'clock. No yeah. response. And then, and then the so, picture that finally comes through is during the daylight. Okay. So this is why. Hold this on. Hold on. Why. Let me finish. 738, you send us this text. And I know because I had just hunted. Yeah. It's pitch dark. Yeah. Well before 738. Right, right. It was. So then you send us a picture and the sun is glistening off this thing's closed eye. <laughs> <laughs> It has closed eyes. It has closed eyes. Run. It does not. No, the eyes are open, and the the, the sun is just shining off of it. Yeah. And I'm like, why did he text us at 738, yet this picture is during the daylight? Like, your timeline wasn't adding up. And I'm like, is he fucking with us? No. Did his buddy shoot a deer? And then I'm I'm texting Bobby, and I'm like, he said he wasn't hunting. Like, I feel like this is all a fucking joke. (laughs) So like just that's where my text were that's where my skepticism came in because I'm like nothing lined up. So I felt like you were fucking with us. So. Where where like, there's no at. way he would text us like go down and, and that's it. So so, yeah, so I tried to send you guys the picture immediately because I took the picture of it in the woods. There's no service. I can barely make calls. I can barely send texts. Videos and pictures are out of the question. So that's why when you guys ask us, I need to upgrade right your service. So, you, so when when Jason Jason by the minute shit, Jason brought up a very good a great very good point. He said he didn't get the pictures until the next day. The next day is when we rode into town to take it to the butcher. I got the pictures at nine fifty eight. Well, that was when I was in his house connected to his Wi-Fi. We also have to realize that we are not his priority right now. His priority no, is... Bullshit. That's his, what I am getting at. His priority we is are gutting priority. this deer out and getting it hung up, so the first drinking person, some beers. The first, like, person I I called, the first person I called was my buddy Dan because you know, I said, hey, I just stuck one. I need, I need help coming to find this and thing. And then the next, the next call I made was to my buddy Greg, my hunting buddy, um... 
who is. So we're just, you know, bottom of the barrel, apparently. Anymore. I texted you guys Holy, Yeah, we're just pieces of well, shit Well, I knew you here. guys. Well, I didn't want to tell you guys at all until today, but... And this this has gone really well for me this 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 podcast. Um, you remember that previous story we were talking about with the walleye guys and the polygraph? We might need to like instill some of this here with the, the terrible outdoorsman. We got weights. We got weights. So so that when uh, I showed I showed some people at work, I showed some people the pictures of my deer at work and I told them how it was 85 pounds and they seen the picture and they're like that's not 85 pounds it's like, and then somebody's like, like we've got weights and deer like they were <laughs> I was like you guys are dicks yeah so I, I, I did look at the, the picture of it on the tailgate and I was like it was small. Like uh, he's gonna get some small so, shoulders out of that like he might get a couple roasts out of that it, this is a fairly small deer, but I've I've shot deer like that. Yeah, I've shot lots of deer like when that. I, that I, that's it, to me was a year and a half year old doe, so it, it wasn't a yearling. It it, it it did not strike me as a yearling, meaning it just lost its spots. I, I I was able so, but I, but I would I would say it's a second year doe, meaning it it survived the winter as a fawn. And in this this year is its first year as really as a doe. So, so like it, it would, I mean, that would be flattering. I, but I will say this: I've shot deer like that. I, I mean, it I, is what it is. Man. I will. I will say this: I, the deer hey, didn't did know. you did you have a legal tag for it? Yeah, absolutely. Then motherfucker, like it is good. Yeah, it's good. All right, let's finish your story. Now. I was able. To, so I did not drag it out of the woods. I shouldered it. <laughs> uh, I was able to pick it up and throw it over my shoulder. Okay, like, so I've had those too. So it's I, I've dragged deer through the woods. That shit sucks, uh, you know, because you get caught up and, and any nooking. Firemen carry that bitch Dude, out of there. I had so I, I was carrying that out of the woods. Dude, Brian is dying. <laughs> he's, he's about to piss himself. Piss himself is. We got so, piss in pants. We got piss. We got piss in pants. He says he didn't drag it out of the woods. He fucking shouldered it like so, a goddamn gun. So, I'm getting fucking camel everywhere. Threw his sling around its head and tail and shouldered wait, wait, it with his crossbow. Jason, be quiet. I've never heard. I've never heard Ryan laugh this hard. Let's just enjoy this for a second. Uh, Go ahead. So it was funny as I'm carrying this thing, it's shuffling around right. And I naked. Just Remember, he's naked. I just because he got naked not, in the bar. I'm not naked. I had pants on and I had a t-shirt on, but I heard this oh. weird bubble thing, and then all of a sudden my back was warm as fuck. So it got it, or it, it got blood all over my back, all over my back. Oh. Yeah, it was gross. Um, so. Oh. So, so what it's else? Big what it's else big did you guys size. want to know about this? Uh, I think, no, I think right, we've really I, I encompassed. We wrap it up. I we've think, encompassed I think, this yeah, entire story, so, right? Like you, you, you last night or Sunday night, you cooked up the back straps or the loins. So, so that was from a different deer. Well, fuck my life. That I wasn't that's from a my whole, deer. I thought that was the whole that climax of the story. That wasn't from my deer. Cut off we the back straps. Cut off those inside straps immediately. I was. I didn't trust because I didn't trust my knife work. With it, with that, so you just go right around the spine. I know, you but see him so, right there. Like, I, and I once did you've gutted it, I out, did see him. I just, especially in a doe, like I'll split a doe, like its rib cage. I split it all the way up, all the way up to his neck. I do have it written on that paper. way. That way, like when you can sit there and look at it, if you've got it hanging, I have you, it you acknowledged on paper that. That both the back straps and what are those inner loins called? The inner loins. Oh, they are tenderloins. Tenderloins. So they're they're. I have 
That's not me. I have it. I have written acknowledgement from them that the tenderloins and uh, back traps are still on that deer, so I'm not really worried about that too much. So, obviously, congratulations, Jimmy. Thank you, sir. Yes. So, first off, congrats, congratulations. It is a legit deer. You shot the deer. Yeah. I guess we're assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> so, so I wanted to ask you something because me and while you stepped away, me and Bobby were talking about something. So do I get to pick which challenge I back out of? No. Which okay, so let me let, let okay, you don't let, let's put the ball in your corner here. You which you, challenge would you rather see me do? And we'll, we'll leave it up. That, to that, you. I guess that doesn't really matter, but because I know how much you're going to hate it, the chip challenge, but that's the one that you got out of as a chip challenge. I would rather do the chip challenge. Jesus. My bad. Do that. Do that. Do well, that. You're doing the polar bear plunge. I would rather do the chip it challenge. It sounds like you got one more challenge you need so to complete to that, get out that, of this. Do, is that. The polar bear plunge was the original. So that is the, like, the main one. The chip challenge is what we added on. All right. If you, do, if you don't get both of them. So. Okay. That's, and that's kind of what I was afraid of. The I'm chip not challenge. Doing either. Well, it sounds you like you need to. a. I'm not doing. You, you need 200 to. inches of musky and deer. No, like. I'm. I'm going. <laughs> this is the year of not talking. Forfeit shit, all of it. You can't forfeit. Yeah. Jason already did, so no, I'm Jason, going to. He Jason threw up the white flag. He just. He's already skinny dipping are in his accept, lake and ready. Are we accepting the 500 from Jason? The what? The 500. Five hundred dollars? Yeah. You get, what? You're paying five hundred dollars? That's what he said. Well, fuck! I missed that. Somewhere. I'm the scribe. He's shaking his head. He's saying no. I did. Five hundred bucks. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. I don't he, know about that. He said five hundred dollars. I will accept a five hundred dollar donation to get you that's out of that. That's what he said. He said five hundred dollars. I, I don't remember five hundred dollars. I think I said fifty. You did not say fifty, sir. I would accept. Hey, all I, I'll, I think I'll tell to... you right now. We'll re we'll re listen, and if if I'm wrong. I will formally apologize on the next podcast. I remember him saying a monetary donation, but I don't he wouldn't remember. have said five hundred. He's he getting might, married. His he, wife would actually, kill him. Actually, Jason Bob might be right, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll touch back on this. Anyways, so you shot a deer. Jason you, you, started shitting bricks when he heard five hundred, though. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, did, did I say that?" Jason knows what the fuck he said. He's the only one that like pays attention during this shit. So, all right, so. <clears throat> Two things, but before that, you do it, Jimmy. Here's to you. Snort. Hell yeah! Take the first leg. Congrats on. Take the corner out. Yeah, take the corner out of that bitch. <laughs> it's it's full. <laughs> All right. So here's a question I want to ask you. So, and again, congrats on the deer. Obviously, this is a smaller deer. Yes. Do you have any regrets? No. Good. So that's what I want. That's what I, I will say. This. That's what I want to hear because it's dead. You can't fucking regret. It. You did it. I will say it's, this. It's not coming back to life. In the state of Michigan, you're allowed ten doe tags. I did pass on a small buck. I will not shoot a buck that size. I will. I will. I will let my tags, my buck tags, go to waste if if I see a spike. Um, What's the difference between a spike and a doe that size? Well, like I said, you get ten doe tags. You only get two buck tags. So okay. in the state of Michigan, that's not where I'm getting at with this. All right, so that's that's so, where I'm at. <clears throat> okay, so your next deer, are you going to shoot one that size, or are you going to wait for one that's bigger? Uh, well, so my my main priority was to fill the freezer. So this will at least kind of fill, this <laughs> will fill the door of the freezer. <laughs> that's, yeah, like maybe a, a shelf on the door cover. So, 
Um, my next deer will be bigger. Um, I'm no. Longer... And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's a legal tag. You do you. And I, I was, I was completely. There's out no, of... there's no yes or no or right or wrong answer. Here. I was completely out of venison. I have no venison in my freezer right now. I will have mm-hmm. when I pick it up. Um, so there are no regrets. Um, That's what I want to hear. It'd be cooler I, if it you was don't bigger. It. It'd be cool because I've bigger. shot a few does like that. I know Bob shot a few does like that. I, I know I've Bob. Shot Bob shot like button that. bucks, right? If it had spots on it, when I wouldn't I shoot young. it. I'll say I've, that. When I was young, yeah, I shot button bucks when I was when I was young. Well, we we were young, but you're new to the hunting game. Yeah. So really, like, it's like when we were younger, I guess, in in essence, because you get excited. You see a, a deer even of that size, you get excited, right? People, so people at work, one. Uh, 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 it was really two people at work that tried to give me shit for the small for the small deer, and I looked at him. I was like, "You've never had lamb, you've never had veal." And then once they said that, I go, "Okay." I was like, "This didn't have any spots on I, it." I've had that shit sucks. So, <laughs> dude, a small a small deer like that has the best tasting. Meat. Oh, I've had deer like that. I'm saying I've never had. I've had lamb and veal, and it's fucking nasty. But a deer is fucking phenomenal. So. I love lamb. Yeah, lambs. But um, they got to cook them differently because it's different yes. flavors. So yeah. I will say that. Anyways, so that's what I want to know. I want to know if you if you regretted it, and that's what I wanted to hear is that you didn't Ooh. regret it. Um, now. You know, me personally, I wouldn't shoot one that size. I'm not, I don't feel that hard pressed for, for venison. Now I say that and I didn't fucking shoot anything last year and I'm already over two this year. So we'll see come December. I might be shooting something that size, but to each his own congrats. Don't ever have any regrets. That shoot same, what the fuck you want to shoot. Um, as long as it's legal, I don't care what you shoot. The saying kept popping in my head as I'm sitting in there too. Don't, don't pass up on your first day what you would gladly take on your last. Wise man once said that. Giannis Putellis said Is that. Is that who said it? I thought I said it. I was taking credit for it. No, well, so I heard. No, it on, I, somebody said that. Dwight Eisenhower. It's on a meat eater. Oh, it's okay. on a meat eater podcast. And he, and no, he, I want to <laughs> say, J- Jason, didn't you say that? Like in one yeah. of our first podcasts, you said that. Yeah. And I'm sure you weren't the originator, but that's where I heard right. it from. Was Jason said it in one of like our first episodes? Jason he said could that. be Ariannis. Don't pass on the first day what you would shoot on the last day. It's a great thing, honestly. And and I'm I'm eating crow because, you know, I passed on the first day and I I probably should have I And I passed on a deer last year and I suffered for it. I didn't have anything (laughs) in the freezer. I wanted to make sure I didn't do that again. Because, it. I mean, at the end of the day, a freezer full of meat saves you a ton of money when it comes to grocery shopping. And it's, not it's, really it's when, so much better for you. Not really when you think about the price of the tag, the price of all your hunting shit. Don't ruin this fucking for me. Fucking $12. <laughs> my wife is going to hear you, and she's going to be pissed. That means your wife listens to the podcast? She, Knowing my luck, she's she's got she's enough gonna to, listen to, to, to listen one. to this one. So, How much did it cost? Yeah, you that. Yeah, this deer, man, it's... It, it's you shot you know, a baby? Think <laughs> of all that free meat you get at, you know, $48 a pound. <laughs> I said, I said for the cost, for the for the cost of salmon fillets, you could be eating filet uh-huh. mignon and king crab legs uh-huh. every day for ni- the ninety days that you had your boat in the water over there. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, good stuff. Congrats, Jimmy. Um, you you get away from the the one chip challenge. You got some work to do though. We've all got some work to do. I'm ready to go musky fishing, so. Well, I was going to go today, and uh, we'll see. Maybe 
we'll see if Mark's feeling better and maybe next. Well, we'll be next week because I got to go out of town. Maybe a week after. And then Bob's so going out of I town for a month, so. Yeah. I didn't know Mark had that going on, so I actually was going to text him because I have his number from the group Again, chat. he's just sitting up in the hospital. He's like, I was gonna, he's fine. Like, I was going to say. going to make it. He's, I was going to go say, hey, man, you want to go fishing? <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's going like to make I, it. So just it'll, like it'll I do fine. with you guys. So. He's hopefully going to be home tomorrow, but he's going to be That's down good. for a couple of weeks. and So I'm sure, knowing him, he's going to be back up and at him fishing probably before we're fishing again <laughs> and we haven't spent time in the hospital that dude uh lives and breathes fishing whether it be musky bass walleye whatever so well good stuff good story um uh, i'm excited to, to to hear more about the uh the cheaters of lake erie jason's gonna for keep. some reason for some reason all the reporters can't get a hold of the guys for comment hmm, i wonder it's probably because they're in a jail cell. Let's hope. I'm sure they're not in jail. They probably they're if, at the if, bottom of Erie. With if the, like, they even the got, or, I don't even know if they got arrested. Honestly, that day I didn't hear that they got arrested. I saw them with the police, but I don't know if that's enough for them to arrest them on the spot. I believe it's currently. I think it's currently being investigated by the DNR and like the county prosecutor's yeah. office yeah. or something. So, yeah. well, I'm excited to keep up with that. So. All right, boys. Um, well, Jimmy, let's finish off with one more, one more final snort. Another snort? We got. Well, we got to end the podcast with a snort. That's why I bought a fresh bottle this today because I knew we were going to need it. Street, uh, podcast. We I just like broke it. a record. Snort. And we all have to work tomorrow. I got to get up it's at four, man. A, it's a thing. Oh, that, you know, 6% alcohol is really going to kill us. I feel it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> my God, I, I'm I, so drunk. I'm so hammered. We need to get a picture of him the way he is right now so we can post that somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Take, take well, a, with take, my camel? Take a yeah, selfie. you look ridiculous right take now. Take a selfie. I'm, I'm you look ridiculous. The terrible outdoorsman Do not put camel on? You're ridiculous. So that's going to be on this weekend's podcast. We're going to break down uh, some of that face paint. You're not a real. Put on the war paint. Why would it go? Jason, do you put on war paint? No. Loser. Loser. <laughs> Look at all the beer cans. The beer. They're, they're 90% bobs. <laughs> 90%. A salt, beer a cans and a bottle of bucker. I've had three. There's one, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, three. seven, eight, nine, ten <laughs> bottles in front of me. I, well, I think I've had, I don't know, I think I've had two. Who's counting? Yeah. Are you counting? You're at my house, motherfucker. <laughs> He's covered in <laughs> I'll face I'll drink as many as I want. He's covered in face Because guess where I'm driving from here? He's going to my bedroom. He's got Two floors up. He's going to go got, up to his bed. He's going to crash on his pillow. And, his, he's, and he's going to have face paint all over his pillow. And his he's got 10 ice ass. cold beers no. in front of him. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to shower my ass tonight. That's for sure. That's funny. All right. Jimmy, final comments. No. I'm good. Bob? Be rooting. Be tooting. Wait, 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 you gotta say it. Wait, you gotta say what I'm supposed to say. It. By God, be shooting. Oh my God. When you say be okay, Vlad, Vladimir be kind. Putin. Line's done. Oh my God. Cut him off. Cut him off. You're all cut off. I'm just being nice, and letting you say it. I cut all this shit out, anyways. 
Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. And then here's Jason. I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm actually looking forward to October, but for fishing. I'm really, I got, I've got a good feeling that I'm going to get out there and have some action chasing muskies. So um, this weekend I'm in Ohio for a wedding. But then after that, I'm really going to focus on on the weekends trying to so spend that, some time on the water. So that weekend after, I think that's one of the weekends I told you, I'm going to have that whole weekend off of work. So if you can make it work to get down here, you let me know. Yeah. And we will hit yeah. St. Clair hard. Yeah. I've got that whole weekend Sounds free. good. I'll be whole out of town, but like I come it. back. I'll, I'll come back next Friday, and then I'll be free Saturday and Sunday. So Next weekend? All right. Not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend oh, after. Oh, the weekend so. I'm hunting. Yes. I strategically plan that. I see that. <laughs> Last wow. thing I have to say is go blue. Go blue. Go green. Go blue. Beat state. Did, which, did, did which Michigan state? state win a game? Go blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, go go green. So Jason's also a Michigan State fan. Jimmy's a Michigan State fan. I don't care. I just it, like talking shit. Have you guys' teams won this year? No. I think they won one game, I don't game, think right? so. They've, they've won twice. They won, they won twice, twice, actually. Did they really? Yeah. Where the hell did they beat the second time? They beat some they really beat. good teams. Are they ranked? Yeah. Go, no, they're I'm, not. They might be. <laughs> no, they are not. <laughs> yeah, they're ranked 130. I don't, I don't think so, but okay. God. I have no idea. We'll they're terrible. They just lost to, like... North Dakota State Community <laughs> College or some shit. <laughs> the fucking Bisons, whoever they are. I don't know who they lost to, but they just lost to somebody dumb. But no, they just lost to Maryland. Well, before that but though, they, who would they before the? So they, I mean, Maryland's actually a, a legit team. But who they, they won the first two games. They won against Akron and Western. Oh man, yeah. Woo! <laughs> Who's the third game? Then they lost against Washington, Minnesota, Maryland. Washington, Minnesota. Well, those are all three good teams, but yeah, state sucks. They're still. That's all I can say is it's it's bad. Go blue, go blue. But Jason, did you have any comment? I don't know if we even covered that. You talked. No, my only comment was just I'm excited to go fishing. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like. I guess I'm not super geared up for hunting yet. Like one, I haven't had anything major on the camera. We had a couple decent bucks that round, but. It's just the, with the weather. I mean, I'm hoping tomorrow, like, it's going to be cold. 32, I think, when we wake up in the morning. What's What's funny is up here in the morning when I've walked out to go to work, it's been cold, like 32, 34, yeah. and I can see my breath, and I'm like, oh, kind of feel like I should be sitting in a tree. Right? Yeah. That's usually when you get what that it, temperature, yeah. That's what it takes for me is that those cold, crisp mornings where, where it's cold all day long, and you're like, man, a deer would be moving today. Like, that's usually what I need, but I just haven't been, I guess, super geared up. I'm still thinking fishing. So I'm trying to make a point. I want a muskie fish this year into December, so I'm trying to, like, balance it. We talked about it in, like, one of the first podcasts of, like, balancing, like, hunting and fishing, and, like, it's so hard this time of Your year. Your family? Yeah, well, they're, they're a side note. Hunting and fishing. Come on, let's be real. So... All right. Not for me. They're my priority. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was that? The sound a little bit like Peter Griffin. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> uh, it's 
You think nobody's listening right now? <laughs> I was looking at my phone, and that's all I hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Ah, uh, on that note, thank you all for listening. Um, again, we've had uh, some of the best uh, last couple of weeks in, in listens and downloads and everything. So, thank you everybody that's been listening. Thank you for sharing and following our page. Um, keep it up. If you have any um, questions or comments, shoot them to the terrible outdoorsman at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media, Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. Um, we do have, uh, you know, some questions lined up for Q and a, we'll probably do one of those here pretty soon. We haven't done a Q and a in a while. So, um, if you have any questions for us or anything you want us to kind of go over, send us those questions. Um, again, if you have a veteran shout out, Send us that, too, so we can go over that um, in upcoming podcasts. Again, theterribleoutdoorsman at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. You guys got anything else? No. No? All right. No. Cool. As always, get outdoors and don't be terrible.